Hey everybody, welcome to Frame Trap. It's your boy Brad. I'm back again with my co-host Damiani. Sup, what's up? Uh and our none guests. Of Whoa, yeah, none of us ups. Need another one. Sup. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's and up, Fall? What? What's up, Fall? What's up, Fall? What's up, oh fall? yeah, what's up, Fall? Yeah, it's Fall in here. If uh you're listener only, you can't see you're being robbed, we have I, de I, things. I decorated the set for the season. Yeah, I appreciate it. I like it. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Cozy vibes. One criticism, though, yeah. is there's no Halloween thing, except for the cat, I guess. Uh, I was meant to put the pumpkin in here, and That's I forgot. That's when we need the pumpkin. There we Don, go. Don, are you still listening? Yeah. I'm he, sorry. He I'm some pumpkins. He's, He's off the grid. Pumpkins, He's please. off the grid. Don's editing a review of mine right now, yeah. so we're putting him to work. It is, it is a... Comp oh! Oh, here's one. Oh! Oh, that's you, the little the one you got. Yeah. Authentic. Right here, center. Oh, with a bat on it. If, if, is, it is a real pumpkin. If you can convince Huber to go get Milky Way bars, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta work on that. Um, as, yeah. As you heard, our guest this episode is Isla Hink. What's up? What's up? Scary Remember movie. from the beloved commercial? No. And from Scary Movie. I remember from Scary Movie. <laughs> and the thing I was just quoting is Ant-Man. I think. Ant-Man? Oh. I think his friend says oh. that. And he goes, remember from the beloved commercial? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wasn't it like T.I. one of his friends? It was a the right Budweiser movie? commercial, right? I'm thinking that. But yes, also in Scary Movie. Too. Whatever. It's all blending together. The cultural zeitgeist of going, what's yeah. up? It doesn't matter, I need dude. to watch Scream. Scream? Yeah. I haven't watched it this month yet. Oh, you haven't watched yeah. it? This month. Scream 1? Yeah. Well, Scream 1's He good. watches Scream every month. October. Yeah, every month. Every month, it's a it's a good horror movie for sure. Uh, welcome to Frame Chat. On this <laughs> podcast, we talk about video games. There are in depth video game discussion podcasts here at Easy Allies, the best on the internet, straight up. Straight <laughs> Easy up. Allies is no, 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 no. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> I was gonna say we're like top mid. Yeah, probably. Top mid's fun. Top mid. That's right where we want to be. Top mid. You know what? No, we're better than that. Fuck Bottom that. top? No, we're top top, tippy top. Oh, okay. Tippity tops, the best around. <laughs> Let's just get right into it, I guess. Uh, got a lot to talk about this episode. Damiani, we're starting with you. You've been oh, playing okay. a, a classic. Which? Oh. You know what it is. You're talking Super one, Metroid. Yeah, the other one can't Holy be shit, a classic. Super Metroid. Yeah, Damiani's been casually the, playing the, Super Metroid. Too far in Dude. the future. I thought you were going to talk about the other game. I was like, that's too new. It's too new. No, can't no, no. It can't be classic. This is yet. a beloved classic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is not your first playthrough, correct? You've played uh, this oh, numerous yeah. times? Absolutely not. I'm not sure what got me to like display it. I think I don't know either. So this is the beauty of the Switch in portable mode. It's just and the beauty of having access to like that Super Nintendo catalog. It's just like you're just sitting there sometimes like lying in bed or whatever. And, like I just want to play something. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be at my desk and be playing something. I also don't want to play something kind of like too involved right now. <laughs> so I'm gonna play something familiar and I can play like a. It's good to play because of the nature of the the yes. functionality they have on their rewind. Save states like yeah. you just play for like 10, 15, 20 minutes and yeah. like save it. Sometimes you just like hit like the the home button and like turn your like power off or whatever mm -hmm. or not power up but like go into sleep mode. You just come back. It's right there. It's like so good. It's like oh yeah, I remember where I was mm -hmm. and it's fun because if, when you you've, when you complete Super Metroid a few times, you you mostly remember what you need to do. Yeah, and it's fun because it's so short that you can when you complete. I I went through it a few times. It was like seeing how much better I could get at remembering where to go because I feel like Metroid games 
are like the hardest for me to remember where to go, like left, right. Like it's like yeah, the doors, yeah, like yeah. the two doors. Mm-hmm. Like you're going down the column, and it's like, oh no, there's two doors. So I go left or right. I forget again, and then you go right. It's like you waste a few missiles to open up one of the pink yeah. doors, and it's like hit that rewind button. No, that was uh, right. like, yeah. I don't need to go that way. Plus, like just using rewind, it's just fun to like practice stuff and like, oh, oh could like I do this jump things? or. Maybe I could like do this and let me try this. Like, oh yeah, like especially like water part with like the grappling hook. When you mess up, you fall the way down. It's like yeah. that sucks. <laughs> I don't want it to do that again. Now it's Not like, anymore. Oh, let me just like rewind and stuff. But um, man, it just surprises me how 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 good and how revered this game is. But how like. It's not that complicated and complex no. when you like really Nowadays, like no. look at it carefully. Um, a lot of it is just if you go into paths you're not supposed to go in yet. Yeah. And I think compared to other games like it's crit path, it's like very uh, that that's like very short and straightforward. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah. But at the same time, man. That op- not uh, the when you first get to the planet, that sequence of when you go down into the first part of like Brinstar mm-hmm. and you get the morph ball, Where you get and the then like the, the, they start like spying on you, like the yeah, oh, the yeah, eyes yeah, are yeah. like white, and then yeah. everything comes to life. Like that part's just so still so good. Yeah, it is. It's just like wait a second, like the heads are following me when I go up the elevator now. And they get up there and like everything's alive, and it's like okay, mm-hmm. this is a uh, pretty crazy. Also. Really likes the kind of like the hidden stuff that like teaches how they teach you moves. It's so I want to say cryptic, but it's like it's not like here's a text box. Like here's an animal who's like doing these wall jumps. If you haven't figured out how to do wall jumps yet, and you somehow stumbled upon this area, we will like show you how to do wall jumps Mm -hmm. because it's the only way to get out of here. Yeah, Um, just fun stuff like that. I assume back in the day, also that came with a manual. Because games used to come with those, which are probably cool. it. Probably I was just thinking about this. Showed you that because the ball part, like figuring out the button you're supposed to push, or like you have to equip it first, or something like that. So that it, was a little bit of a stumbling block thing, replaying it in the modern yeah, the, era. The only thing I think they could do better, um, like something a modern uh, convenience would solve, is maybe like a, like a weapon wheel or a better way to toggle yeah. between yeah. your missiles, your super missiles, your power bomb, your grappling hook, and if you get that like sight thing, whatever that most mm. people don't even get anymore. Right. Yeah. But like you have to cycle through them, and they're like, and then to like you have to like hit is another it button. Ones? Uh, it's or like one of, you can make it whatever you want. Okay. So this is one of the few games that actually does have uh, in-game has a button configuration, which is oh, like wow. really nice. Um, X has that. Yeah, I, I I really appreciate that. Uh, makes yeah, it a lot nice. easier. But yeah, it, you get used to it though. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like I always just went into the. Menu and changed it. No, you can go into menu and you can deactivate some of Samus's abilities. Oh, For yeah. example, um, the sc- when you have the screw attack, there are some platforms that get destroyed when mm-hmm. you jump with it. Um, and obviously, with when you have the space jump, you could keep going up and up and up. But like, if you didn't want to like destroy platforms, I think you could disable yeah. it. Um, you can like turn off like the ice beam as well, mm-hmm. so you don't freeze stuff right. if you don't want to freeze things, and like vice versa. But 
there's so many beams in this game, man. You like, get so it's, many beams. I, I, like, I don't even remember what all the do. I like. I just remember one that's important because it goes through solid objects, and you need that at a point. And then the plasma is like the last one. It's like the most powerful thing, and like it'll just like annihilate everything. And of course, the the ice beam because you need to be like freeze enemies to go back up mm-hmm. like one of the columns in like one of the later areas. And that part's so good. Yeah, I, I I think it's really good in that regard. Um, boss fights and the mini boss fights are. Kind of cool. Um, uh, I'm curious how you feel about some of like the first one, the bobbing like head plant one, mm. like a seen, classic. Yeah, like good music. Um, and I don't know if it's like no it's more like uh, just waiting for you to open your mouth at this point. Yes, just keep going. It's wee, a, wee. you know it's very much a thing of its time. I think you know <laughs> there's been a lot of Metroidvanias over the years and a lot of Metroid games, and all of them have a boss that just does yes this thing. But it's still fun. I think it's still fun. It's really cool to see how some bosses react to different things. For mm. example, Phantom, the the one in the Han ghost ship part, um, with the eyeball that mm-hmm. opens up, but like it keeps like disappearing and dropping like blue flames at you. If you hit it with a super missile, it like like in not enrages, but it goes berserk Aggro, basically. Yeah. It like, keeps sending like curves of blue flames at you. But if you never use a super missile, it'll never do that. Hmm. Oh, um, that's cool. So if you like stick to like regular missiles, it goes a lot better. So I was like, oh, that that, that that's kind of nice. Also, there's that one uh, serpent one with the four holes in like the water area, mm-hmm. and it like goes into them. Sometimes it spews out like a six or seven like toxic looking like projectiles. I didn't realize, like, for me, the easiest way was, like, use the charge beam shot mm. because it has, like, it, it covers, like, it's more vertical. So when it, it's coming at you, you don't have to be as precise with, like, a missile. Mm. So it's, like, easier to hit it. I was like, oh, this is, like, yeah. just in general, like, the charge shot was, like, really useful, especially against, like, like Ridley. Uh, Ridley. Uh, yeah, yeah, like, it seemed to, like, go much you know, smoother. smoother by using that. So something I really didn't like use before, but like it's kind of nice how these different ways to like tackle. It's yeah. so, like the best one. The best one, hands down, is like the underwater boss, the trick. Where I don't remember. I don't so remember. on the two sides, there are the uh, like like little like open like electric like I don't know sockets you want to mm-hmm. call them. Three of them you can break open with using missiles, but when you attack it, sometimes it shoots out little like goo things, and if you get caught in it. The boss like grabs you that like green like mm-hmm. uh, I don't know like kind of like fish looking thing, and he starts like spamming his tail on you, but he keeps like kind of like moving closer and closer to those outlets. If you use the grappling hook in there, you become a conduit, and oh. so you electrify him and yourself. But like, well, it does, he's caught you. Well, he's caught you, but like does so much damage, you'll kill him really quick or wow. it really quick. So that was like finding that out was like the coolest thing ever. I never knew that. But they're like secrets like that. I was like, oh man, like that's that's really cool. That's an amazing mm. detail. I never knew that. But just traversal in the game, it's it's just really fun. From like having to learn to do wall jumps, getting like high jumps now you can jump higher to yeah. getting like you know the, the, dash. The, the dash and being able to like you know store that energy and do like crazy jumps and dashes and stuff like that mm-hmm. and then like yeah they're using like the grappling hook just to like swing across and trying to preserve momentum I don't know it, it, it's it's kind of fun like I know newer games do it much better oh sure yeah but it, it's fun to go back there because I think it's like it's still good the simplicity enough. like it's one of the it's the OG and mm-hmm. like the simplicity is kind of nice yeah in it. Also, that the music, yeah, like it's really good. Music oh, the music still. is super <laughs> good in that game. Now, one thing I think is important for Metroidvania is, is the 
the flow of what you go and you explore and the progression of items. How does it feel this time around? Because, like, this is a very old game. Yeah, I kind of like it. And um, I, 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 it's interesting. I like how they intend you to do it. It's so funny how this game, I feel like it feels natural to do things which aren't even in the intended order. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, the one that I, like, always do... Um, is to go to Kraid early because you're supposed to um, have the high jump to mm-hmm. be able to get up to a thing to to go to the like the path to Kraid's lair. But you can just do a well-timed like jump, like a spin jump, and m- cross the gap. Mm-hmm. Or it's like a like a like a one block high ledge. You can do like a wall jump off of it if you want. But you actually can like one time I like made it clean across that even need to do it. I was like, whoa, you can just oh, do wow. that. But like you're they want you to go get the high jump because oh just easily yeah. jump up there. Yeah. But and then there's like items you can like get, get like obviously out of order, but like some way more difficult than others. But I think there's a lot that aren't that hard to like get mm-hmm. out of order. And I think it's kind of nice to that even if you do it that way, they still had an intended path. And it, mm-hmm. and it feels right because they get the high jump, you have to go into um, the beginning of Norfair a little bit from Brinstar, and then you go down there, and it's like, oh, wait, there are these lava places, like, they're super heat intensive, yeah, and yeah. you start losing health when you go in there. I love that in, like, Metroid mm-hmm. games, or Metroidvania, it's like, there's some kind of effect going on here, and you can't, can't cross through yet. it, you need to go back somewhere else, and, like, I like when they let you peek, catch a glimpse and then like go back and get something That's else true. yeah and they do it pretty well in this like when you walk across the tube when it's like wait why is there all this water above and below me I, like and then like yeah. later you can blow it up and it's like now you're in like this water area but if you do it early um and you don't have the gravity suit you'd like learn oh my gosh i can't like yeah. jump or move around in this in it's here. horrible yeah yeah, yeah. how do you feel about the intro sequence i think it's really good the beginning of the game and i think it sets up Everything pretty nicely. It's very iconic. Yes. Let me say, say this. Uh, I have a, uh, on my Switch, I have a save or a so save you state. Skip it. Where they're all three save files just ready to go yeah. on the yeah, planet. Yeah, yeah. It's yes. like, it's it's very awesome you, and well you've done. done it Once you've times. done it, you've done it. Yeah, I don't feel, it's like the part I don't like to replay, mm-hmm. which is interesting because like, I still like the escape sequence a lot at the end. Mm-hmm. Like that's still really fun to do. Um, I think that was a really good way to do it. And I think... They give you plenty of time if you know what you're doing, where it feels like you, you like have all the time in the world. But like for a first timer, I think it's kind of like, wait, am I have to go through the whole planet? I'm so de- like, what if, like what's going on here? And I think it, without knowing some of the shortcuts, right. I think it's you know it feels like you know very tense mm-hmm. and like man, am I really gonna make it out of here? Uh, I haven't played through this game in a long time, and one thing I think about. Of Metroidvanias I like. I think about Symphony of the Night of how, yes, the whole game is in the castle, but every area feels very different to me and very much separated on purpose. And feels like it's it feels great how it's separated. In Super Metroid, yes, you're on like Burnstar and whatever all this planet. Yeah. Does it do areas feel distinct enough to you? Do you feel like things kind of bleed together maybe a little too often? It's Definitely, they do their best with the use of color palettes, yes. the music, also like enemy types. They do throw harder enemies and or different types There's, of enemies. Do they have the ceiling like fly guys? I, no, they, like the they, first game, they, I hate those. They, they have get those. Pretty, they, get pretty they definitely have those. There, yeah. um, but you can kind of tell like everything's 
mostly like very mm-hmm. similar. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the ghost ship is like a crash spaceship. So yes. like inside, it feels like you know different. looks different. I mean, Norfair, there are parts of it that look like you know deeper you go in, it's like like active lava and like acid and volcanic stuff in there. Where Brinstar's got like you know this green lush like oh what's like, mm-hmm. yeah. like it's underground like living cavern. But at the same time, you know corridors and like every. The column areas, I'm like, man, it's a column area, but like, it's also iconic. It's like mm-hmm. throwing back to the original Metroid. So I think they do good job, a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. But like with the limitations, it's like you, you yeah. kind of see through. Like I think it's the limitations and the time for yeah. how like I guess groundbreaking it was at the time. Like it's not the first Metroid game, yeah. obviously. And I think one of the biggest questions that, that comes to the debate is the nature of the map, because ah, you do have a map. Yes. Um, and there are map stations, which will fill in the map, but there are hidden parts that aren't on the map. Mm-hmm. But the biggest thing is that there are dots that will tell you there's an item in a room. Like, okay. And that, that's there from the very get-go. Yeah, yeah. is there anything so, you're like, when you're playing, you're like, how would anyone kind of find this thing? I could... So the, there are ones that are not accounted for that way. You do have to go like main like, like there's story secrets. routes. Yeah, okay. I, I, that are off the map. Even when you have like the map filled in, it's like it's not like the map data in the game at the map station didn't even know this was part yeah. of the map. So it's the, they they accounted for that, which is really nice. Yes. And even when there's a room where like I'm in a square box that says there's a dot in here, it's like well now you're like where is where it? Is like it? Oh, yeah. I, I like that. So it makes it. It makes you kind of like take your time on, like especially on a first playthrough. It's like you you have this wonder of like, did I could I have gotten it? Do mm-hmm. I need something else to get it? And what I, think, I really yeah, yeah, that's what I really like about those is that they all, they also work as like reminders because it's like you see something early game that's clearly out of your reach because you yeah. don't have double jump or like whatever or like screw tack, and then when you're late game going back through looking at the map, you're like, okay, I know I saw that thing somewhere. And then you see the little pip on the map. You're like, oh yeah, gotta go there. Yeah. I like it. There are parts where you're like in a room you could see below, but like, how, how, do, how do I get down there? It's not on the map. So they, they do a really good job with that type of teasing. And then they give, if you get that like scanner, you can like, you know, now you go back through every room. It's like, oh, did I miss something here? It, they, they, they knew what they were doing with that. I mean, the map is so iconic. I met a, I've talked about this before, but I, it just stuck in my memory because it's the coolest damn thing I've ever seen. I met a woman who had the map of Metroid oh. as a forearm tattoo. I think it was just Brinstar and Norfair. It was, was only like, one of them. Map. It was just one one area. <laughs> but, like, she showed it to me, and she was like, you know what that is. And I'm like, it looks so familiar. And she's like, you know it. <laughs> and then she's like, it's the Super Metroid map. And I'm like, what? I'm like, you are awesome. It also, oh, yeah. I was like immediately in love with this person. <laughs> I was like, you're amazing. It also does a really good job of making you feel powerful by the end. Yeah. A lot of, I think, more recent Metro, like all, almost all the good ones do that. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a lot more choice in modern modern entries um, where it's yes. like you have to pick or choose. You can't have everything. Like like Hollow Knight, you cannot have all like your abilities equipped. Yeah, you, you have to equip all the badges yeah. or whatever. Whereas like in this one, in, in Super Metroid, you can't, except for like one thing, which like, it's a trade-off. Like you get every power up and can use them. So like mm-hmm. by the end, you're like screw attacking through everything and it's like nothing can stop you. It's like, except the final, like, you know, let's go for the boss. Like final bosses fight the final boss. But it feels good, mm-hmm. I mean, and, and just in terms of like traversal, like parts that like where you're kind of like, man, this is like kind of tough to get through. I was worried. Now it's like, <laughs> breeze through this, get the hell out of my way now. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's a good feeling. Do you think Super Metroid's the best one to start with? To start with, 
uh, of Metroidvanias or of just, just Metroids? Well, I would say just Metroids first. It's definitely, I think it's probably easier than Dread. I would say it's easier than Dread. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Dread might be the step up after, I think. Yeah. And I think it's also easier than Metroid 2, uh, Samus, the Re- Return, Return of Samus. Samus. Yeah. Remake for 3DS. So my, I'd probably say start with this one. Mm-hmm. Um, because even if, like, without, like, having, like, things, like, Kind of like sh- like ram down your throat in terms of like information. It's kind of easy to figure out stuff, um, and and like a lot of the stuff you'll miss like isn't even like that big of a deal. Like they're very, I think they're very generous with what you actually need to like finish the game. So in terms of like missiles and like having enough inventory and stuff, like it's pretty lenient with that. Yeah. I feel like. So I would say like probably start with this one. Mm-hmm. And if you can't finish it, like just like you know get your bearings, like understand it, and then probably go to, you know, Dread. I'd probably. Say I was go trying to, to decide if Prime Trilogy should be before Dread or Dread and well, then Prime Trilogy. The only thing about Prime Trilogy is it's hard, to, hard get. to play. Yeah. <laughs> Nowadays, yeah. You assuming you could get it, yeah. I would. Yeah, I would. I mean, I definitely recommend to play it, but I would probably say play the. Prime Trilogy after you played the 2D I would ones. say that also. Uh, Zero Mission is also a very good one. That's would, Game Boy Advanced, right? Yeah, I would recommend that one too. What was the Fusion's the one, one I would probably, I know there are people who love Fusion, it's probably the one I'd recommend to play last, okay. honestly. Which is the one that they did, is it the remake that they did of 2 that that's, came out like a year or two ago? Yeah, that's the 3DS, 3DS one. 3DS one. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, just because Dread is similar, um, and I think mm-hmm. Dread's like maybe a little bit better. The only yes. difference is like, uh, the Emmy stuff, you know, mm. but I mean, that stuff got really annoying. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I mean, two has those like, uh, the machine chase sequences where like you only have like one chance and if you fail, you have to like go back and like do it again. So they're not both immune to them. I mean, I'd re- probably say go play the the fan remake of two if you can still ah, find that yes. one. That one was really good. I never played that. Obviously that was- start with other M. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Start with Other M and then go to Federation Force. Yeah. Yes. Is Other M the first one chronologically? No. Is it a prequel? I thought it was a prequel. I know that's after Super Metroid. I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, okay. She just looks so young in it, I guess. I yeah. think there's like time oh. jump thing. Yeah. Maybe. Other yeah. M, Federation Force, and then go play Smash Brothers. And Smash Brothers. <laughs> yes. Smash Brothers. Yes. And then stop. Don't play the rest. Yeah, don't play the Those rest. Those are the only good ones. Although, what's your. Um, obviously, I know you like Super Metroid. What's your history with it? When did you start? I, I mean, I, I played Symphony of the Night. Okay. When it came out, I played Super Metroid as a more adult mm-hmm. in my twenties. I think I played it on Wii Virtual Console. Yeah, you have some interesting gaps in your Nintendo history because I never owned a Nintendo mm-hmm. until a Wii. So I think I played Super Met. Yeah, I played Super Metroid on the Wii Virtual Console, and I mean, I immediately fell in love with it. Um. So yeah, that was my first foray into that. And then I think I played Prime Trilogy like immediately after that and Other M. Oh, okay. I just kind of like fell in love. Yeah, I went through the whole catalog. Mm-hmm. Well, I haven't played 2 or Federation Force. Mm-hmm. But I've played... You don't need to play Federation Force. I think Force. the rest, but maybe you know. Yeah, you and none play. of the like OG... I haven't played Federation Force. Two yeah. Is worth, two is worth a go, but yeah, Federation Force, you don't need to touch that at all. Yeah. Hopefully we get more Metroid. I mean, yeah. we're getting Prime Four someday. Prime Four. I mean, they have to. They have to at least know we want a Prime trilogy re-release. But who's to say? 
Who's to say, Nintendo? Yeah, yeah. who's to say? Even Maybe. when they give you what they want, they don't give it quite how you want it. Yeah. Yeah, it's always the monkey paw with <laughs> It's them. a monkey's paw it's every always time. A, yeah, those insiders got to be right sometime, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you just keep saying stuff, you'll be right. Yeah. You know, broken clock, tra la la. Someday. Someday. I love Super Metroid. I'm glad you brought that. I missed that game. It's been a long time for me. Great pull. I love that you're just playing it. Yeah, oh, that is I'm, cool. Now I'm done, but yeah. Oh, <laughs> now yeah, you're done. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. If you've played it before, it takes like, yeah. you know, not very long. Uh, the next game is a new game. Not an oldie. A brand new game, kind of. Kind of new? Kind of? Kind Does of it feel new? new? Some ways, yes. Some ways, oh. no. Uh, that is Overwatch 2. So, ah. <laughs> this came out like a week ago, I think. And Overwatch has had a very weird history. Its whole lifespan. I know you, you kind of know what's going on with Overwatch sometimes because your girlfriend's into it. Yeah, right? I played a it. you know enough of one, but yes. she she was like big into one. I don't think she's played two yet. Yeah, when it came out, it was like on top of the world. Yeah, everyone loved this game. It was like the biggest like IP around. Then just it kind of just kind of died. Blizzard kind of stopped supporting and just went bye bye. For a long Overwatch time. Overwatch League got weird. The, like. Yes, Overwatch League got weird. And <laughs> there's a lot. Then they announced they're doing Overwatch 2. And everyone's like, why? Yeah. But then they're like, well, we're going to do some stuff like PvE. We're, we're just like, oh, that's kind of interesting. I know a lot of people wanted that because yeah. a lot of people like that universe, but they don't want to play a competitive shooter. It's like, I totally get that. So they announced, I think they announced Overwatch 2 back in 2019. It's been a minute. Yeah, so it's been a minute. They're talking about PvE and all that kind of stuff. Flash forward to now, 2022, Overwatch 2 is out, I guess. I don't know if it's like, I don't think it's like a early access thing. I think it's just done kind of thing, but, but no the, PvE. Yeah, the campaign is later. Don't know when, though. Yeah. Just nothing. Nothing on that front. And it's 5v5 now, it's 5v5 which now, a lot which of people I think don't is, love. I actually like, like it. it. Yeah. I like it. I think it's better for right now. Because when I remember when Overwatch, when I stopped playing a long time ago, but it became a shield game. Lots yeah. of shields. Oh, yeah. Brigitte and... and um, I quit before that. Yeah, they kind of like borked everything, yeah, to my understanding. Yeah, kind of like broke the game. The GOATS uh, yeah. play thing. Yeah. Whatever team's comp. Yeah. Anyways, they've changed it. Now it is two DPS, two healer, one tank, and I think it works a lot better. I have not played this game in a long time, like I said, but I've played some of it for a couple hours, and I think this game is still very fun. And I think it's very good still. But I don't know if the two is appropriate yet for it. For everything, everything that I've heard from people, because I have some friends who are playing it, um, and like they were, they kind of mirrored your sentiments. They were like, the five v five is actually surprisingly good. They like it, but they don't understand why it's not just a patch or like an expansion of yeah, the original well, game. It, well, they've completely changed the game and how it's like. From like a ground up level, not necessarily on a gameplay stance, but monetization and all oh. that, you know? Oh, yeah, it's free there to play the now. There was the loot boxes back in the day, which was the trend at that time. I guess maybe they started that trend. I don't know. Whatever. 2016, loot boxes were all the rage. All the kids loved them. Oh, is it Battle Pass now? It's a Battle Pass now. Oh. I for, okay, this has been controversial. People don't like the Battle Pass. I prefer yeah. Battle Passes usually, though, to loot boxes because loot boxes is like you're, you're rolling a dice. Yeah. Yeah, you could get, like, currency, but you can't, like, just get what you wanted. You, yeah. There's always a chance you wouldn't get what you wanted, which sucks. Yeah. I like it when there's an option in a shop. 
Yeah, so, so just like is, buy the thing you want. That's what there is now. <laughs> you can just buy skins right out the gate if you want. Okay. So you don't have to spend $20 rolling your fucking dice to hope you get a skin. You just spend $20 on a skin. You just spend $20 <laughs> on a skin. But there's been controversy. There's been a lot of controversy around this game, obviously. There's, with Blizzard, there's always controversy, yeah. it seems like. Whether yeah. it's justified or not, I think this is... Both, maybe? Yeah. Usually a mixed bag, but mostly justified. So far, yeah. So, right out the gate, if you... This game's free to play now. Cool. Makes sense. I get it. That's how game multiplayer games work in this day and age nowadays. It's hard to get people to buy your box game for multiplayer only. Overwatch is now free to play. However, if you are a new player, you do not have access to all the heroes. Oh. Now, I know some games have done this in the past. People have told me Dota 2 is different. You have all the heroes right out the gate. But they have, like, other microtransaction kind of shit. I think League also had, like, you don't have all the heroes right off League, the bat. League, I mean, definitely back in the day, League had a rotation. Yes. Because they had, like, 300 heroes. In yeah. There. I haven't played League in a long time, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But, and I think um, you could tell me this if uh, Smite... If you, have, you have all the heroes. I Smite know you had a thing. I don't know. I I assume they don't because it was a crazy deal. But like back in the day, you paid like forty bucks or whatever, and you unlocked all gods forever, mm-hmm. which I did. Yes. Um. But other than that, I think it's a rotation. That's what it seems like now. And you can unlock the ones you like. Yeah. So as someone like you and me who owned Overwatch One, we have all the heroes, obviously. Okay. There is new heroes. We have them all right away. Okay. We have them all. Free play players. Some of the heroes, or at least one of them right now, is tied to the Battle Pass. Oh, wow. We own the Battle Pass. If you buy the Battle Pass, you get the hero right away. We okay. have it right away because we had the game. Okay. But it's like level 50, maybe, wow. to get her out of, I think, 80. That seems crazy. It seems crazy. Because it's like that's like gameplay mechanics. Yes. <laughs> and I'm confused on this because I don't know other games like this as much. Like I don't play Valorant really, so yeah. I don't know how it works there. And I'm not. I don't know. It's like it feels too early for me to say definitively if like this hero you will lose if you do not have this hero kind of thing like that. Right. I don't know yet. I'm not paying uh, against. Well, and that's the, like that's such a funny like philosophical conundrum. Is like, do you make that hero good? Because yes. if it's too good, everyone will say it's pay to win. Do you it's make that like, hero bad? If it's, it's too it, bad, no one will pay for your battle pass. It's just like. People would say that about I know, like fighting game stuff, like Tekken, dude. They release a game or a character, and they just be like, OP is shit. And people are right. like, well, you only did this because you want us to buy the new character. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I guess I can kind of see that. So Apparently, the uh, live chat tells us the Ultimate God Pack is still a thing. Oh, it's still Incredible value. Cool. <laughs> Incredible value. Cool. Smite's fun. I kinda, yeah, now Smite that you was, mentioned Smite, Smite I kind of want to jump back into Smite for yeah, a second. Yeah, Smite's fun. <laughs> Got all the gods. Why not? Yeah. But it is weird, like a... A competitive game, I think, is kind of weird when you have the hero behind this progression that, wall. I didn't know that. That's pretty wild. Like, I get it. I get why they're doing it, but I just don't know if that's the answer right now. Which hero is it? Uh, What is her name? Kiriko, Ki- I think. Ki- her name? Yeah, the fox. Yeah, she's one? cool. Yeah. I play a little bit. She's fun, but she is behind the Battle Pass wall, unless you buy it. The Battle Pass is 10 bucks. It's, like, pretty standard, I guess. But if you had Overwatch 1, you get her? I have her, yes. Okay. Like, I got her. Yeah. Cause I, so, like, um, I would have Like, her. I don't have the Battle Pass, right. but I have her, yeah. Right, okay, okay, okay. So, it's like, we get her. I don't know if that's going to be the trend for I was going to say, does that continue forever? For, I don't know. I'm huh. not sure how that's going to work. Huh. I don't know if they've addressed it. If they have, I've missed it. I'm not sure. Yeah. But it, uh, there's a lot of questions right now with this game where I'm like... 
how's this going to shake out kind of <laughs> thing? What's your plan here? Especially the PvE side. That's the part I'm the most interested in. How they described it to me kind of sounds like a a Left 4 Dead kind of mode. Where you okay. go through and you fight like hordes of, like I think they're robots this time around, but with like yeah, typically. different people, but you level up your heroes. I think they said at a point they were going to have like talent trees. So you like, oh, wow. invest mm. in your character that you can play a long time. Like, but will that just be unlocking the all the abilities that you have in multiplayer? Because like, what are they going to do? Invent I think new abilities? Maybe, maybe. Like, maybe it'll just add different, like, a variation to a move. Mm-hmm. So what I saw was before, like, Soldier's 76, his heal goes down, okay? It heals you, and normally in the game it just stays there. But you could get a thing where it, like, follows you, oh. and it kind of pushes people back, I guess. Oh, cool. This was from a while ago, so they could have totally changed all this. So I guess, cool. yeah, there's a lot of stuff you could do in PvE that wouldn't maybe work in PvP, but... Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. You can have a little more freedom. You to can do, do a little more fun. That That's the thing that I was curious about, the, the talent trees and progression and if it was, like, worth it, but also, like... Because, you know, Overwatch 1 had had the horde mode stuff, like, for events, yes, like Halloween or whatever sign. they would do, mm-hmm. yeah. And those are always fun. For a little bit. But for, like, a half hour. Yeah. Like, they're, like, a fun distraction that you just did with your friends, and you're like, okay, cool, we did that. Yes. So, on the other side of this, uh, you know, horde, or sorry, uh, like, Left 4 Dead mode or whatever, there was also going to be, a, I believe, a more story-focused single-player mm. thing. I don't know if it'd be co-op, but, like, going through, like, with missions, kind of stuff like that, I, I assume. I wonder if it'll be, like, um, uh, Soul Calibur Six. I think, had, like, or no, that had a map. But, like, you know how some fighting games will have a story where it's, like, you do this character's story, and then this character's story, and then this character's yeah, story. Yeah, maybe they're all like, like that. They're all, like, little vignettes, so everyone's story is, like, an hour long max. Yeah, that's possible. That'd be cool. But, yeah, uh, regardless of all of that, uh, playing from what I played, a good time. I used the new hero, Kiriko, so she's a healer. I actually like healers a lot in this game. I think they're a lot of fun. Yeah, healing is what I usually did. So she, I guess, I didn't, there's like a whole, like, you know, they do those character videos or whatever. Like yeah, yeah, I saw part one, of this. I haven't seen hers yet, but people it's are okay. like, she's, you know, related to Genji and Hanzo in some way, trained by her, so she can climb up walls like them. So I'm like, oh, that's mm-hmm. kind of cool for a healer, but... Her whole thing is she, like, throws out, like, healing feathers at people, and she has kunai she throws to damage people, so you can quickly rotate through them. And you can also teleport to an ally, even through a wall. Yeah, so which is crazy. Low, if you're swarmed by people and, like, one of your, maybe, like, a DPS is, like, somewhere up high, you can just whoosh, right to them, get you out of there. Okay. You can see them through walls. Yeah. Your healing feathers, if I understand, you have, like, uh, you have, like... Four, but it throws two at a time. Yeah, it's very quick. It's like, yeah, so you're like, and then you have to reload. Yeah, extremely fast, and has a pretty far range. And she also has a, like, an invulnerability she can throw at someone. Like, does a little AOE, I think, and they're invulnerable completely for it. But it's very short. So if like, comes like a moment, you know, someone's about to get wrecked, dead immediately. You could throw it and save their life for a second, but it's very quick. Pretty, I guess, to do it effectively, that very high skill cap, which I appreciate. And her alt, I think it like puts down some weird, like those like those Japanese gates that um, I think are like Tori Gate. Yeah, I mean, I think like that's a, what it's called. Supernatural or like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't remember like a different realm, maybe mm-hmm. the whole thing. But like it gives you speed boost and like reduces cooldown. Isn't She's it cool though? Aren't you invulnerable for like a second? I don't too? know. I can't remember something like that. Yeah, that's the well the ability you throw. Oh right, that's her E or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And there's, so she's one of the new heroes, and the other new hero is Junker Queen. She's yeah. a tank. She's like 
Roadhog. She seems cool. Junkrat from Australia, the Outback. They're Mad Max characters, essentially. Yeah, yeah. She's a tank with a shotgun, so that's cool. She has, like, a, a melee attack, that, and she, like, puts bleeds on people. Uh, I think Huber would like her. Yeah. Huber, Huber told character. me he played this game. I think he said he did one round, and he played Reinhardt, and he said he just killed everybody. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, that's pretty cool. But he's playing on PlayStation, so. Uh, Baby Land. Sorry. <laughs> Baby land. <laughs> Baby land. You're not playing on PC. You're in the. Is this in Steam list. too? You no, can, it's I don't not. Think so. No, Damn it. but it is crossplay now. Oh, so you can play with everyone. You got to enable it though, I believe. But if you're playing with someone on console and you're like you're on PC, you can play together. Right. Might not be very balanced, but you can do it. I basically don't play games on my actual computer anymore, and I play only play Steam. it on my Steam Deck. So <laughs> I was like, but I'm getting the dock. Oh, okay. So like. I was like, okay, I could get a wireless mouse and keyboard, sit on the couch, play this. If you'll, it's on you'll, Steam. Like, you'll go through any lengths just not to play on your computer. Just not to sit like, on my Well, yeah. A, my computer's here now. No, and B, is, yeah. sitting at my computer is work, and C, it makes my eyes tired. Uh, I, gotta, I gotta change out that dumbass monitor. Yes. I don't know. I'm looking at the uh, a- Acer- Asus ProArt. If anyone has any opinions on that, the 32, I don't know. Seems good for know. the money. Yeah. I don't want to pay four grand for a freaking editing. Oh, wow. Well, because for me, for editing, it has to have really good color uh, Uh, recreation. So, yeah. Is that HDR? Yeah. Cool. It's not, I think it's not like amazing HDR, but it has it. Yeah. And uh, there's also one new hero called Sojourn. I have not played her, though. She seems to have like a 76 kind of gun. Okay. Call of Duty kind of beep, beep, beep thing, and she has like a really far slot, like a slide she can do. Okay. But I don't know. Oh, I saw Sophia was watching a character, like ability video of that, but I've okay. forgotten all of it. Yeah. <laughs> that but was like, like a month ago or something. The new heroes, I'm like, oh, they yeah. seem fun though. Yeah. They seem cool. I played some, you know, I like um, my favorite heroes were like Ana. I really love Ana. Mm-hmm. Really fun hero. I loved Winston, badass grill with a lightning gun, super sick, and Genji, I really liked a lot. But I think it's Overwatch is in a much better state than it's been in a long time. I feel like I think it's a good time, but only time will tell if Blizzard, like a live service game, this is all going to depend on how often they update this and support it. Yeah. So it's very early to tell how this game will survive or. How For it me, it's be. always interesting to check in and on games like this or yeah. Apex Legends or Smite or whatever. Like every like year or two, because mm-hmm. like I, I jumped into Apex Legends on the Play with Us tier. Patreon.com slash easy. Um, and I played as a few of the characters, mm-hmm. but uh, Lifeline, I forgot that she could like put down a little healing droid that follows you, but you could still shoot while uh, healing, cool. which is like huge. That's cool. And one of the newer characters, uh, Luba, I think. I always mess up the name. But um, she does a cool thing where she puts down a black market and it just like in a, in a, in a circle, it picks up all items that oh. are in that area, that like cool. literally makes them float. Um, and you can just take them from the black market, mm. but friends and enemies, which is kind oh, of that cool. is cool. That's um, neat. 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 Yeah, I haven't heard of I abilities Apex like that in a long time, but I thought it was fun. Apex is cool. Um, Damian, I know you, you, you haven't played any so of this. My, yeah, much. my question is like, considering like the the plans for this, mm-hmm. like, and they you're saying is like, there's no date for PVE. No. This seems like what. Like, why the rush to this then? Like, why did they close down Overwatch ones and not, like, let it go a little bit longer until they had, uh, like, at least a concrete date for PvE? I feel like the meta now with games like this is they want a steady release thing of, like, you don't... The games nowadays, a lot of them, these online games, are like, we don't need to roll everything out at once. 
kind of thing. Yeah. We want to space it out. That's how they do it a lot of now times, especially when they're free to play. Now, like they should look at Halo as an example of not what to do. Yeah. Yeah. I like, feel like Yo. it's it's like it's an example of like older thinking and newer thinking where it's like mm-hmm. newer games roll out features every three or four months and call it seasons, you know? Yes. Like, Sea of Thieves will add something that's, like, basically just a gameplay, like... Tweak. Tweak, like, captaincy, and call it a season, you know? Whereas this and Halo are, like, this thing is delayed until later, and we're sorry about that, you know? It's, like, just Mm -hmm. call it season two! I think it is (laughs) called season uh, one right now. Yeah, yeah. But I just don't know. I mean, it's all just, like, yeah, who paint, knows? Lipstick on a pig. Yeah, you know? exactly. who knows what they'll <laughs> you know roll out inevitably at that time, or the next season. Like what's gonna actually be in it? Yeah. Oh yeah, there's like two new maps. There's a new mode where you like uh, kind of like follow this robot around. He like pushes something. Right. Yeah. Uh, like he moves like, the payload for you. Yeah. It's like yeah, like a like a wall thing almost, and he pushes it, and you could see both teams at the top, and whoever gets further wins, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But like, let's say you. You get you push yours really far to their thing, but you, you they wipe your team, they die, and the robot will go back all the way. So oh. the team has got to follow it, but your thing won't go back. Oh, okay. So the other team will have to follow it all the way back. Then it starts pushing it for them on their side, but then they got to keep fighting you and beating you. So it's, it's whoever has the most progress at the end of the yes, that's thing. I believe how it works. Is there uh, similar to an, payload? Is, yeah. So like so help me with this. Sorry okay. to ask this because like I don't play Overwatch. Yes, Overwatch payload mode. Mm-hmm. It, the match only ends only ends when one team gets it to the end. No, it, oh, okay. there's a time. Okay, time so, yeah, yeah. So it is whoever made the most progress. Yes, there's. And okay. you can get over overtime. Yes, if if people yeah. are on the cart, essentially it's overtime. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So as long as someone's maintaining it and mm-hmm. they're like not in the lead. So yes. like if if the yeah. team's trying to make it mount a comeback, yes. once time expires, but if they like, like get all get off the payload, it's over, right? Yes. So I that's one of the a, tactics probably is yeah. like knock them off yeah, or you disrupt. Gotta, yeah, keep someone on the point. What's you know, the term for that? C9ing? C9ing, yeah, cloud nine. <laughs> yeah, they were off they, the payload or whatever. Famously, they all just got off the payload once and, and lost. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Just like for no <laughs> wild ride, yeah, but yeah. Um, your ghost. We got a question from them. Hi. Uh, hello, allies. I love Hi. Overwatch, and the main reason I kept playing or t- kept playing or twofold. One is I want to have a multiplayer game to play at any time without too much investment. Secondly, I love Tracer. I love Tracer's look, her personality, her gameplay, everything. Despite any issues the game has, playing as Tracer always has me coming back. Is there an Overwatch character that you all enjoy? Also, is there a game or a series that you kept playing or returning to because of the characters? Thank you for all you do. Love and respect. I definitely like Mercy mm. uh, in Overwatch. You like Mercy? She's actually like my least favorite healer, dude. I like, yeah. But they kind of like, messed her up. Of the mech from TF2. I never really played TF2. Well, he had like a healing stream too. Yeah, she yeah. obviously has more going on, which I think is good, but yeah, I never that too much. played that too much, so I, I dodged that. I like Diva. Mm-hmm. Super fun. Um, who else did I play as? I don't remember. You Diva? Did you like Farah? No. I mean, I like Farah, but I did never really play it as okay. her. Um, lots of games. I I like the characters a lot, like more than the game. Mm-hmm. For some reason, Cyberpunk is what came into my mind. Where sure. I was like, there are a few characters um, in that I really like. Yeah, you like Judy. Yeah, and the cop guy. Oh, yeah. 
the like detective. Yeah, yeah. I liked him a lot. Um, what about you, Dummy? Any other games you like keep coming back to because you like the characters? Fourteen, I mean, you can't say fourteen. Yeah, can't say fourteen. I thought, I was trying to think of like a multiplayer, like competitive. I thought they mean like in the context of like a multiplayer uh, game, like where like strong characters will like. Keep yeah, I don't you know if you back. you don't play that many. Yeah, that's though. the thing. Like, I mean, and yeah, and you can't say like Smash Brothers either because <laughs> that's like kind of. Yeah. No, I think you can say Smash Brothers. Out. I know people like like especially like oh, my even Mortal Kombat has like good single player content, but I mean like character. That's a, I think that's one of the most difficult things though in a competitive game is just like. The, the whole thing about designing characters is like getting people to like why they choose a character mm-hmm. like the, yeah. the psychology behind it and also like where's the sweet spot for a roster did you, did yeah. you make too many characters and now there's two ones that nobody plays did you mm-hmm. make too few and people are like they're only playing is this one and the other like you know because there's like only so many to pick and there's like an easy meta so mm-hmm. that's always like kind of like intriguing to me but like with yeah like like, like Mortal Kombat it's like always been like a like Sub-Zero like when it comes down to the ninja Battles, Me too. like Me too. I was always a Sub Zero. Yeah, my brother was always Scorpion. Yeah, I was always, so it was always natural for us. Loved, <laughs> yeah, I love Sub Zero. Um, now that you say this, I realize that characters the only thing that make me interested in these games. Like, I I've played League of Legends, you know, mm-hmm. a good number of times, but like to this day, I'll still like just look up some character videos. Like, if if sure. the character is interested to, interesting to me, I'll like. Watch their that little lore huge, thing. Watch their little yeah, it's a huge abilities thing. Characters definitely. And then I don't want to play the game. <laughs> uh, thanks to uh, our patron Alexander Zirinov for yeah. this monthly uh, with whom Apex. I was playing Apex. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, definitely makes a very good case about like the characters. At least they really care about the characters yeah. in yeah. the game, and you well, can when see we were, it. When yeah. we were playing with him. Uh, Gabby and I, he was like showcasing characters. He was just like, which other, which other ones do you want to see? We were like, this one, this one. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's fun. It's, yeah. So it's nice when, it, like, you know, developers put that much effort into it. Like, just hearing these stories, like, they sounded like crazy fan fiction. I'm like, some of the, like, it's like, holy crap, like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, they're doing this? I'm like, I yeah. thought it was going to be like a paragraph. It's like, no, this is like a whole real story. Like, someone was like a, like jealous of someone and like killed them then like they got killed became like AI uploaded to a robot then like they yeah. were like angry and wanted like get, I was like what okay this is a lot of drama here I was like I, I would just be like oh they're like a stereotype but they've clearly moved well some companies have moved fast at but I can't give any specifics on this but a friend of mine who works at a video game company said that sometimes it's like that where it's like you write something you think is just a fun background for a character and then like way later a gameplay mechanic they'll have to have a meeting and be like wait a minute that that little background thing of that character like destroys the whole reality of this thing that uh, we're trying to add like that's funny so they have to like balance it's it, the balancing act of some of these games when they have like so 20 much. characters yeah. 10 like i i can't even imagine with stuff like Juggling dota or, or league of legends or like the ones that yeah. have like 200 characters yeah i Versus can't even imagine lore checks every yeah, time yeah. New, uh yeah some new design thing wants to go in there the lore team they gotta run it by them yeah who would you who what game would be your lore check I guess fourteen for you would be your lore check. I mean, it's funny because they hired you. Literally, you lore just no. I don't know enough about like that oh, lore okay. is in- intense. I know it is. <laughs> that lore is intense, I know it is. man. There's too much. But when I much. ask you questions about it, you know them. Well, some, yeah. Okay. But there's a lot like I still blank on. I'm like, holy shit, I forgot about that. Uh, they actually just did a uh, uh, one of their live letters. Yeah. They had uh, the writing team on there, but they were talking about job quests. 
So oh, they're actually talking about the job quest the and how they how they evolved from AR to the most like the most recent yeah. stuff they did. Why they ended up that way? Yeah. And they talked about like lore checks. Like they're doing the like like yeah they have the like the execute right. like the, like the theory team like the implementation team the Dude, execution theory team. team like they were called something else. I just remember off cool. the top of my head. But like each of those ste- like steps of the the writers rooms or whatever, there'd always be a part where like lore masters and lore, like lore check would mm-hmm. happen. And it was like, they did it multiple times. I was like, they really are committed. Like, you can't, like, give a new job ability that's going to, like, break lore or something. Or right. a job quest is going to do that. So, something with, like, like there's, like, what, 18 jobs? But, like, you're talking about, like, hundreds of heroes now. Yeah, so, like, yeah, how many yeah. keep track yeah. of that? Well, like how many insane. does Overwatch have? Like, 35 yeah. or something? Yeah. No, I think 20? 30, maybe. Well, so. I know Brandon Sanderson, the fantasy writer, um, oh, yeah. who is involved in Moonbreakers. But, uh has like a continuity and like lore like team because his books are like 3,000 pages uh, and he spits out one every other year and it's just like I don't even know how he does this but like he has teams of people helping him and he basically has like a community of followers that like that's good beta test his books wow it's like kind of rad it's <laughs> like a very awesome. like internet age kind of mm. way to write fantasy free novels free work it's very cool put your fans to work for free I mean I'm sure a lot of them <laughs> get paid I guess I don't know but yeah, I just think it's cool, and it's, like, necessary, because he sure, has, like, yeah. the whole Cosmere. Jeez. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen this, but there was a, in World of Warcraft history, many, many years ago, at <laughs> BlizzCon, there was, like, a panel talk about, and this one guy, this guy with the red shirt, asked them a question about Warcraft lore and why something is the way it is right now. He's, like, essentially saying this doesn't make is sense. Is this the and red shirt like, guy meme? Yes. Okay. And they were, like, they were, like, Good catch. We'll get on that. <laughs> Good catch. So they eventually put a NPC in a, the dwarf city of Ironforge, and it's like essentially a reference to the red shirt guy. He's just wearing a red shirt. And he's shirt. still known, I believe today, as the red shirt guy. He is still lore checking. I'm like, that is, that's awesome. I love that. They put him in the Does game. Does he always put on a, a I'm not red sure, shirt? but he is known as the red shirt guy I forever. I love that kind of stuff, man. Uh, and we also had a question from Heather, but it's pretty similar. It's just about... Uh, what characters do you like playing the most? They said Kiriko's their favorite. Mercy, yeah. leave it for you. I mean, I'm, I'm interested. The one I always wished I was better at was um, Hacker Girl. Sombra. Sombra. She always seemed She's really cool. interesting to me. Yeah. Like, her mechanics are really cool. The hacking and, like, and the, the health like, pack thing. Yeah. yeah um, that I really enjoyed. I wish I was better at her. Yeah. And, of course, naturally, I just only play the girls, so. Mm, yeah, sure. <laughs> more or less. I mean, not only, but mostly. Yeah. I gravitate. I just gravitate. Yeah, I play as an old granny. Uh, Anna's great. Anna. Love Anna. She's awesome. I play as a cyborg ninja who's just Gray Fox. Yeah. Maybe not as cool, but he's pretty cool. He's cool. And, uh, Winston's a giant gorilla, which I love. It's so complicated now with Blizzard, because it's like, I truly love some of their properties, like Diablo mm. and stuff, and it's just like, there's still a little twinge of guilt with all the, like, mm, stuff, sure. you know, that they got into. Yeah, everyone's, you know, got to make that choice for themselves. Kind yeah, of I mean, I'm going to play the shit out of, or I should say Diablo the hell 4. out of Diablo oh, 4. Yeah. wonder if that comes out. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully soon. Probably never. Hopefully soon. Maybe Game They've Awards? they doing nice updates for that game. Will we see a trailer at Game Awards? Who knows? Maybe. There was a trailer not too long ago. Yeah, that's right. Anyways, enough Blizzard. Uh, Isla, you've been playing Grounded. Yeah. This game, this game came out early access like a year ago, right? Uh, it came, yeah, it just 1.0'd like a Recently. week or, a week or two ago. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, this wasn't out yet? I yeah. forgot about well, that. Well, cause, and it was funny cause Blood and I used to play it on streams <laughs> and I would always go venturing off and like, 
get to the picnic table or whatever, and it's like there would just be like a barrier. You mm-hmm. could go through it, but the barrier was like, this is under development. Like we haven't done this part yet. Yes. Which I thought was a cool way to do it, just like give you parts of the yard. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we started playing 1.0 on stream, and we have the um, Elgato cam multi link, multi whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> four camera thing. So we're really excited that we can now just show you everyone's angle. Yeah, that is nice. Um, and I want to set it up. We're gonna set it up with the um, stream stream deck. Not Steam Deck. Stream, stream Deck. deck yeah, so the, that uh, yeah. maybe the person you know, one. Deck. <laughs> you could probably do it with Steam Deck. <laughs> yeah, we probably could. Put Stream Deck on Steam Deck. That'd show them. But anyway, so yeah, the person streaming can actually switch it too. That'd be cool. But like, yeah, it's fun. It's cool. You're shrunk. Mm-hmm. It's cute. You're young children, right? Yeah, you're like teens. teens. They actually say like pick a teen at the beginning. Ah. So there are four teens you can pick. Guess you can't play as like an eight year old getting killed by a scorpion. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a little much. It's um, I play as hoops. Hoops. Cool She's name. like a sporty girl. Um, does she have hoop earrings? Oh, I wonder if she. It's first person, so I'm not sure, but maybe oh. she does. I'll have blood look at me next time and see. I think we're playing it on. Can you not emote and Wednesday. see your character? I think you can probably. Yeah, I thought there were ways to see your character. I, think, I, I think definitely saw are. your characters a few times. I think there are, yeah. but okay. um, yeah, blood pl- chose Max. I'm trying to remember the. I don't remember the other two names, but Sally maybe. Um, but it's cool. You you explore. You can build bases. Mm-hmm. Um, which it seems like they've improved that a little bit. You're always in like a backyard, right? You're in the backyard of, of a scientist. Unclear yet if it's your dad or what, um, but he was studying shrinking. It's basically honey literally I Honey, I Shrunk yeah. the Kids. Um, but the the difference here is um, the scientist has shrunk down a bunch of labs and they're scattered around the whole yard. Mm. So he was studying... He was shrinking down to study stuff like, oh, I'll study spider webs over here. I'll study uh, bees over here. I'll oh. study this and that. And he would shrink down, uh, press down on the D-pad. You can see an option to switch to first and third person. Thanks, Nick. That's cool. Playing right now. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. Uh, live chat's helping us out. So, yes, yeah, so you can go third person. There you go. Which actually is helpful probably for some sections. But... um so that feels kind of like Lost, where mm-hmm. it's like finding the different hatches and stuff, the mm-hmm. different stations. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. I like the look and feel of the game. It's solid. What's um, the, the goal? So the goal, I think, is to just get big, but uh, that's on the macro scale. But on the micro scale, haha, is um, uh, unlocking new tech. There's a big tech tree, crafting tree. It's not really a tree. You just get the tech and it mm-hmm. adds, adds it to your crafting capabilities. Um, but exploration, getting stronger armor, getting stronger stuff. Cause it's, it's primarily a survival game. You mm-hmm. have to eat, you have to drink, yes. um, you have to not die. You have to get better armor. If you do die, you leave your backpack and you can go back and get it. Um, and then you automatically get all your stuff back, which is good. Yeah. Unclear yet. I haven't died again trying to get my backpack. I don't know if it souls yeah. as you or if you just drop another mm-hmm. backpack. Um, but yeah. Question. So I've played a couple survival games. I've only played single player ones. Like I've played Sonata 1 and 2 essentially. Yeah. Those are survival games with crafting. But with crafting, the purpose is to craft to be able to get to this new location that you couldn't before. Right. Is that a thing in this game? So this one, at least how we've been playing it so far, is more kind of base based okay um, building your we, base, you're building up we're building up a fort kind of by the because there's a central hub thing that a broken machine that we're trying to fix mm-hmm. um so you can uh 
I think choose where you want kind of your center to be. Yeah. At least that's how we've been playing it. Um, unsure yet if you'll unlock fast travel or something later between like the the um, stations. I imagine I would I would kind of like it if it was justified in world as like a miniature underground like subway system or something that the scientists mm-hmm. put in. Um, rather than just teleporting, because I think sure. one of the cool selling points of this game is kind of the realism of it. Like, obviously, it's a fantastical idea, and you're shrunk down, and you're in a backyard and whatever, but, like, you've got to go places on your own. you got to walk there. you got to go there. Um, if you get a quest, it's like, there's a hill in the west um, okay. that's kind of, like, red and blah, 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 and you get there, and it's like an ant hill. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have to get in there and like do that to finish the quest, you know? Um, so yeah, you're finding science, doing quests, upgrading your base, building, building, building. Is it pretty easy to know where to go or is it a lot of it just like, yo, you got to go out here you'll find maybe a clue. Yeah. There's lead you in the way. There's a robust map. Um, when you find a lab or a station, uh, it adds it to the map points of interest, I guess it adds to the map, which is good. Cause like. Some of the points of interest are literally just points of interest. Like, they don't do anything, but they're Mm -hmm. landmarks. So it's like, there's the baseball. There's the the can of soda. You know, there's Mm -hmm. the gummy um, tooth vitamins or whatever. Um, And that'll be on your map. So you can be like, later, you can be like, oh, where did I find that thing? It was by the tennis ball. Like, uh, and then you look at the map and you're like, oh, right, the tennis ball was over there. Um, So that's helpful. But you can also place your own waypoints on the map, and you can build trail markers. Okay. Um, which are cool. And uh, you can set your respawn um, by moving your bed. Okay. Or like your lean-to. So if you have a main base, kind of like Valheim, where like if you have your main base here, you can set your respawn there. But you can, if you're like foraying way out there, um, you can build a lean-to and set your respawn out there. Um, like Minecraft, you know, yeah. so like everyone, ha- everyone on the server has to go to sleep at the same time or, or time oh. won't go forward. Okay. Um, cause yeah. it's a day night cycle. Yeah. It's a hunger cycle. Yeah. All the standard trappings of, a of your, uh, favorite survival games. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and there's a lot of, um, like difficulty adjustments and, uh, arachnophobia mode, which I haven't seen, but sure. apparently it just like turns the spiders into like blocky things. Oh, interesting. Because the spiders are pretty intense. Yeah, of course. And the fireflies are shockingly intense. Like, mm-hmm. there's a firefly oh. that lives near our base. Yeah, yeah bugs and, and just, insects are ugly. Yeah, it uh, this firefly, it just keeps bumming around by our base. And as I was building the base, it was kind of eerie. Mm-hmm. This, like, ethereal greenish-yellow glow would just, like, pass over the base. And I'm like, I would just, like, kind of freeze. I'd be like, okay, the firefly's flying right above me. Like, don't move. I don't know. It's cool. <laughs> I know you've been playing with Bloodworth a lot. Yeah. And I know playing games like this with other people, what is the personality traits between you two? Who is yeah. making the calls? There's yeah. always one that's doing that. Yeah. It, um, Bloodworth, from what I've seen, kind of seems to do what he wants, and you talk to him and he doesn't listen, it seems y- like. Yeah. I mean, that's standard, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, when Blood and I are playing this, it's um, it's very much like, you know, we, we get along well, and we get things done very well, and it, it's a good team. It's but, the odd couple. But by and large, it's like, I feel like, I'll be like, I switch between, I'm either building the base or I'm exploring, 
Um, and I just kind of do that Mm -hmm. and blood is just doing stuff and I don't know what it is he's doing. (laughs) And like, sometimes I'll just like something will happen and I'll be like, okay. Okay. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, we both just kind of like do our thing and then only come together when we have to. Yeah, sure. Like if I'm like, Hey, I need your help fighting these things or like, Oh, I died. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, Dominic, what do you think about this? I know you watched them play a little bit. Is this, uh, interest to you at all? Uh, and it's a fun game to watch. I'll give you that. Um, they're, uh, yeah, some of their in- encounters with uh, some of the, the creatures <laughs> are pretty good, uh, especially because a lot of times they just like they they just come at you when you're not like expecting it. Like almost like every spider thing was like, yeah. wait, wait, where did it come from? Oh no, oh no, oh no! And then like they're running and like, oh, they're getting away. They stop for like a second and it's like still right behind them. Yeah. Like yeah, ready to kill you. Well, like, the sound <laughs> design too. Yeah, so I was in headphones. Yeah, so I'm not hearing it, but like yeah. yeah, they're they're talking about. Oh my, like I was constantly like, oh my god, what is that sound? Like <laughs> what? Oh, I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, I don't hear this, but uh, that must suck to, mm-hmm. to hear that creepy sound. Yeah, um, yeah a lot of like. <laughs> Parts where you're gonna like dark, like you know, creepy looking areas, yeah. and it's like you see a pair of red eyes pop up. It's like, oh shit, that's Spooky. not good. Yeah, and you got like near bees once. I'm like, yo, good yeah. luck with that. <laughs> yeah. I got well, and it's funny because like the different areas of the yard are definitely for like different like levels of readiness and like difficulties, basically. But it's like you can get a gas mask. From killing this little weevil bug and crafting a gas mask, right? But, like, there's areas where there's just, like, toxic gas everywhere. Or, like, a stink bug will will squirt gas at you, right? And then it's, like, you're just getting ticked, like, deeps, like, poisoned. And, like, so, okay, you're, like, okay, I need a gas mask for this whole side of the map. Like, it's it's stuff like that. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah, I got chased by a bee, and it hit me once. And I was full health... With the best armor we had crafted so far, the acorn armor, and I was full health down to like Daigo, oh. and I was just like, "Oh my god!" And I just started running, <laughs> and then I think I ran straight into a, an army ant. Yeah, it also felt like you were always like it felt like I don't know if you can change the setting, but it felt like you were either hungry or thirsty very I was, often. Uh, yeah, I wonder if I haven't really looked. Uh, Nick in our live chat is saying you can tweak some stuff, like you can tweak off uh, inventory drop. What I would do is maybe maybe double the hunger and 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 water meters, mm. though it is kind of fun to, um, maybe I would just make it so you can't s- starve to death or like drink to death, like be dehydrated to death mm. or something. But like it does feel just slightly too quick. Got yeah, it. It maybe not balance. double, but it is a balance for sure. Yeah, because like when I'm when I'm like in building mode. I don't want to have to think about yeah, going and getting dew. Was some, worse, you know, like water. really, like if, I feel like it should be one or the other should be draining more. Like if you're yeah, out exploring, if you're running, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, we got a question from Mount Latino. My oh, close friends okay. and I started playing Grounded early or Grounded Early Access during the pandemic and fell in love with it. Yeah, as messy as it was at times, we were really excited for one point and loved it so far. But we are really anxious for what critics were going to say since we had invested so much time in it. Obviously, what uh, critics say shouldn't affect our love for the game either way, but we found ourselves so happy that many sites were delighted by it. Have you ever played a beta slash early access game so much that you began to feel invested in it? Oh, all the time, yeah. Like, Oh, all the time, okay. Well, no, I mean, not all the time, but like, anytime we get games early and I get to play oh, them... Oh, okay. I'm playing one right now that I can't talk about until three days from now, but like... 
uh, I'm loving loving it to pieces, and I'm like, this thing could come out and people could hate it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, this is kind of the reviewer's curse. I mean, I don't review things, but like, right? Yeah. So like that happens a lot. Um, but then stuff like Valheim and stuff, where I'm just like, man, I'm really super invested in this. It's yeah. not even out yet. Like, yeah. Who knows? What about you, Dom? Man, I don't know if you've played. Do you play a lot? Have you played a lot of early access games? Not, not really. You I played. Mean, but um, I, I know. D lit and Wonder Labyrinth. I remember you played. But that was like early. a full game. Like there was an ending and everything. Oh, was that. it the full game at the time? So okay, so I there. Sorry, let me backtrack. They had like one level, like part oh, of a thing. Okay. And yeah, we tried that out, and it was like that was cool. But I was like, damn, I really need way more in this to judge anything. Mm-hmm. It was like just one, mm-hmm. you didn't get that far. Um, but I watched a ton of people playing the Street Fighter Six closed yes. beta this past weekend, oh. yes. and seeing like people like just the tone shift from like five was going in a good direction at the end, but like from out of the gate, seeing people just riding really high on six, like getting yeah. the, like the first kind of like everyone getting to play it together at the same time, seeing all the crazy things yeah, finally like working, the character, character creator going so insane, <laughs> yeah, some so of the, the nightmare creations on that. To just people trying out the different features, like oh, this works. Like mm-hmm. you just like do this. This is pretty cool. And like fights, just like look to watch them. Like fighting games always been like fun to watch or yeah. easy to watch. Yeah. But this like just makes it look way more interesting too. Mm-hmm. So definitely seeing I think it people visually. rediscovering you know their passion and love for this. And I think it's doing a good job convincing people didn't get in on the closed beta. Mm-hmm. They're like I feel like they're gonna have a lot of people want in on like if they do an open beta at some point. Oh yeah. Yeah. A lot. Oh like, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. This is gonna be big. And. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was like I, it made me want like, man, I kind of want to like play this a little bit right now just to try this out because like these some of this stuff looks really cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it convinced me to keep playing it, but you know, definitely was interesting you know, at least. Yeah, the uh, kind of adjacent to this, like besides demos, um, the the kind of recent trend of especially in Kickstarter's with like um, series adjacent games like. The um, Bloodstained ones and, like, Iodin Chronicles Rising and stuff. Those do a good job. Like, Iodin Chronicles Rising has me, like, already in love with a bunch of the characters mm. from Iodin Chronicles. And I'm like, that's not even out yet, you know? So it's <laughs> like I'm really invested in these characters. Yeah. So we'll see. All right. It is time for Sort It Out, everyone's Ooh, favorite. Yeah. <laughs> for everyone at home, if you don't know, this is just a quick segment where... You're free to unleash your fury of just something that's annoying in the game industry. It could be a game itself, <laughs> company, whatever. I got one today. I don't know if we've talked about it. Oh. It's not super hot. I'm just kind of like okay. still annoyed about it. I'm just like, eh. All right, lukewarm. It's just like, come on, man. Where are those pix- pixel remasters, dude? Oh, yes. I'm like, come on, man. There you go. Still, dude. Like, where are they on consoles? Yeah. yeah. Like, are great, there any it's other great that they exist. Yeah. But it's like, I wish that was on available for everybody on everything. Yo, I'll give you some uh, copium. It's a oh, custer. You're going to put like extra content in those you versions. Shut up. All the extra shut content. Up, yeah, that's not happening. Oh, you got to get the definitive pixel editions. There you go. That's not happening. That's not happening. Absolutely not happening. Anything I love for you? Uh, you don't have to have one. Yeah, I'm not super mad about anything right now. I mean, I, I just want people to stop, like, you know, harassing people. Yeah, that's sure. <laughs> just be chill. Just be chill. Well, that's okay, because we got some from the, the listeners. Oh. We got some write-ins. Okay. Uh, this first one, is, <laughs> this one makes me think of Damiani. Uh, this is from Raul uh, Misao. 
Sort it out. Why can't I buy Bowser's Fury on its own? I have 3D World on Wii already, and I'm not buying it again. <laughs> here, here, dude. Very, yeah. That's yeah. a different ass game. It sucks because Bowser's Fury is so. It's damn great, good. Yeah. It's, yeah. But I mean, this is Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. They're, That's the monkey's paw. Yeah, Nintendo just just knows they can do this to get away yeah. with it. You know. Oh, sorry. I got a big sort it out. Ah, there we, we go. Gotta come yeah. Back. We gotta come back. Sorry, I just thought about this. All right. This right. is not confirmed. This is hypothetical oh, all okay. because it's not confirmed. Please do not remake Horizon. Oh yeah. Please don't. You don't need to do that right now. Isn't Just a remaster. A PS5 patch on we Bloodborne. Don't know specifically what it is yet. It uh. could be like redone. If it's a full like remake style like uh, Last of Us, this game does not need it yet. There is a PS5 patch for this game that helps yeah. it out a yeah. lot. Like if you want to. If you do something though, please make it cheap. Like, please make it like twenty dollars or ten dollars. <laughs> like, Sony, you don't need to do this. I know you got a TV show coming out. I know you want. I know Horizon's a big franchise for you, but please just uh... take a look at yourself in the mirror, Jim Ryan, and just be like, <laughs> you don't need to do it, Jim. Like, I picture oh, him now, my. just like hand by the mirror, and he's Jim like, "Did I go too far?" What I say, but Jim, come on, <laughs> have man. I gone too far? Like, literally just, like, a 60 FPS. There is a patch. No, PS5 Bloodborne patch. Oh, yeah. You, I mean, you could, you could bring Bloodborne every single time don't, to this Don't show. even, don't even, like, I don't even care about a remaster. Just a 60 FPS PS5 patch. Well, That's even, it. Never even got a pro patch. Yeah. That's all it's I want. It's a damn shame. I just want to play that game again. I love from software, but goddamn, they have problems with technical stuff. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, almost like they get some help. Yes, make yeah. a little blue point in there. Yeah. Sony does oh, own well. a percentage of from software now. True. Good Tencent. But also, they're, Tencent, they're, just yeah. buy them up. Embrace Tencent it. already bought some. Also, they're. Buy them. Buy it. Buy it. Buy it. Buy from software. Embrace your group. No, don't do it. I know. Don't do I'm it. I'm just kidding. Uh, this is from Ian Barker. Sort it out. I don't. I mean, you don't have to say that at the beginning of everything, but I like they that do. people they're, do. They got it. They're helping you find them. Sort it out. Yeah, I guess so. You know what? Keep doing it. Sort it out. It's like they're all doing it, and I'm yeah. into it. Yeah, it's because right. we've trained them to say correction Didn't at the front so go. that sort we can find yes, them. you're right. Mm -hmm. So they're doing it for you. Wow. But also, it's out. great. Sort it out. Sort it out. Sort it out. Sort it out. Keep doing it. Uh, while I love that many of the Mega Man series uh, has been getting collections, what I do not love is that each collection is split into two parts. Oh, yeah. The whole point of a collection is that everything is in one place, but for those games, I have close, I have to close the application, open a new application I want to go from X4 to X5. It happened with Classics, X, and now the upcoming Battle Network collection. I really can't think of any great reason why Capcom would release these collections split into two. Sort it out. <laughs> and also, shout out to the Zero ZX collection for having every game on one cartridge. I don't remember how many Zero games there are, though. Yeah, Mega Man. One through... Like, why aren't all the X games on one thing, I guess? That's weird. I just want to get you to buy it twice. Yeah, Money, yeah. Money. Money is the answer. Yeah. I, to be fair, I don't think they're $60 games for one. They're probably like 40 or 30 for each. 
Maybe but they still. They could have done, you know, like I say, you already do it for the their arcade thing where you could like piecemeal buy. buy. What? Maybe they just do like the, the Mega Man hub or whatever and like you just mm-hmm. buy the catalogs or whatever and they become accessible to it. Because one of the things they were saying is that they wanted just to like stay within the same piece of software to launch these games. I don't have to like. Like ex- uh, Assassin's Creed Infinite? Sure, yeah. Like, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. There you go. Mega Man Infinite. Five so years like, from now, yeah. we're going to have an infinite like that, like a rev- hub to launch. Revive, revive that name that was going to be for that whatever weird Mega Man game that got canceled. Universe? Universe. Mega Man Universe. There oh. you go. Call it that. Mega I did not Man like Universe. the way that game looked. Yeah, it doesn't. Know. Yeah. <laughs> it was Mario Maker, pretty much. It was Mega Man Maker. Yeah. Sort of. Sort of. Yeah. Uh, this is from Matthew Wakell. Sort it out! <laughs> Missables in games. Whether it's one chance item, event or qu- event or quest, or even a missable trophy slash achievement, developers either intentionally slash unintentionally not respecting the player's time is super frustrating. Most recently, there's an achievement in Tiny Ken, for example, where if you collect all the Tiny Ken in the game and you don't toss a ki- Tiny Ken to break one of the eggs that holds them in a level, you're locked out of the sniper achievement on the save file. There's also one save slot, too, so you have to wipe your one and only save file if you wanted to earn this. Jeez. A lot of older JRPGs are guilty of having a loads of missables, too. Yeah. Final Fantasy IX, for example, has a sword, Excalibur II, I remember this, that requires the player to, to reach the first save point in the final dungeon under a certain amount of time. To make matters worse, Final Fantasy IX has a ton of other missable, sa- missable items slash events. Unique steals from boss rewards you can get for Jump Rope minigame, sort of, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, tremendous amount of time to do. So my question to the panel is, do missables bother you? I know this probably does Damiani. As someone who's yeah. been a completionist at heart for years, getting to the end of a game while 100%ing it along the way only to get blindsided by something I could or I can no longer achieve drives me up a wall. A lot of games today have been, or have new game plus options and other features which alleviate these problems, but a lot of games are still guilty of having missable content sorted out. Before you go, I will say I'm 50-50 on this most of the time. I'm okay with it sometimes, I'm okay with it not sometimes. I think a good alleviation, which they brought up, is a new game plus. Yeah. And making it so you can get it again, but this tiny kin thing sounds very annoying. If you're having to erase your save data, yeah. I guess, that's kind of annoying. That one sounds bad. Now go. Oh, I was just say, yeah, like, uh... I wish there's just like some advanced warning. Even if it's like they don't want to like explicitly tell you the thing that you're gonna miss, just like a thing saying like, "Are you sure you want to leave this zone? If you do, <laughs> you will not be able to come back here." It's like, all right, we'll give the player like one last chance. Like, all right, well, if you really care about exploring, go do one more sweep. See if mm-hmm. you see something. Otherwise, you chose to move on. And like a lot of almost so many games now will give you like the, the point of no return warning. Yeah, like yeah. older games not only didn't always do that and that was the point of frustration as well. Yes. Um, you can even program it into a game to give you that warning if you've missed something. So yeah. if you don't see it, you know you didn't miss anything. So for example, the, because uh, you, you, you can, uh, it carries over between playthroughs but it doesn't make it any less annoying but like getting all the Albed language primers mm-hmm. in Final Fantasy X, mm-hmm. there is a few that are like permissible. One of them is in uh, the Albed base when you're going, when they're being attacked and uh, they have unit there. And when you leave, if you didn't get the th- any of the things there, that's it. You can't ever go back there and get that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, you know, beat the game and go back and do a new game plus and go back there or something. I don't know. So stuff like that kind of like stinks because it does warn you, like, if you leave, this is over. But like, I don't know. So, like, something that integral should have been like, you know, 
maybe a little bit like eh, like an NPC dialogue, like maybe giving you a hint that there was like something there would have been like nice, like, mm-hmm. something that rewarded you for exploring and like sticking around a little bit. But I, just the same, even with like New Game Plus, I could see something that like is a little bit more like essential and like you miss it. It's like, oh, I needed that for 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 this, and like, dang it, like even though they warned me, I thought it was like there's. Whatever, I thought it was a bunch of nothing, and I moved on. It's like, read a game, guide online, It's like or watch a video. It's like, shit, that was in that area? Man, I don't want to go back and get mm-hmm. that. But it's just, just give, like, some kind of warning and stuff, and, like, mm. you know, that, I think that's good enough for me. Or make, like, every collectible findable in an endgame area, but, like... Oh, harder or something. Some games, de- yeah, I, I like respect games that do do that. That re- like will move an item to a yeah. different spot based on like your progress. So like it's not you know missable. But yeah, with older games, they were no, not really yeah, accounting for that type of stuff. Well, because they wanted you to replay them, bro. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. I think about stuff like Dark Souls Two, where it's like some of these items aren't even in the game until New Game Plus. Oh right. Or like yeah. if you ascend the area yeah. with an aesthetic Long or whatever. Aesthetic, yeah. Um, I wanted I wanted suggestions on this. I kind of wanted the opposite of sorted out. And Stomps wrote in our beloved Stomps and gave Stomps. a good example Hi, for a new segment. We're just gonna call "Keep It Up." Keep it up. Keep it uh, up. Keep it up. Keep it up. Uh, Stomps' example was Mario Odyssey letting you play a custom song on a level is great. Keep it up, Nintendo. <laughs> Keep it up. So yeah, just something you like you appreciate in gaming. Oh, jeez. There are a lot of these. I mean, any kind of, uh, any kind of just, I mean, there's so many like quality of life things. Um, I really love in games where they have a smart way of tracking information that makes sense in the world. You know, a lot of games use a journal or whatever. Um, I think of Outer Wilds, though, as the best example of this because it will on the ship there's a computer and it'll say like the name of name of this planet or whatever and it's like i saw a building and in the building there was this machine that maybe does this and it's just enough to jog your memory and it'll be it'll have like an incomplete part if there's more that you need to see about it so then you can keep track of everything that's happening um i think stuff like that is very good when it's well done in games i agree Tomiani, do you have anything? Uh, let's say, keep it up, keep it up, right? Yeah. Keep it up, Monolith Soft. Ooh. Keep making those those good games and stuff. Keep making those good games. Keep making those good games. Yes. Um, what else? Uh, keep it up, Yoshi P putting trolls in their place. Wow. Yeah. Um, keep it up. Someone tried to like Not ask to a troll question. Like um, you. No, JP. No, no, no. A J, uh, apparently, because it's all in Japanese. Oh, okay. Uh, a JP player sent in a question about uh, third-party tools oh. and tried to play the victim card, saying like, "Oh, it's like ruining my experience and stuff." Will you make like a hard line? Trying to bait him into making a hard line statement. Mm-hmm. He has literally had to like navigate this like yeah, treacherous sea of like company has a stance, but I also understand. We, we need to like make players happy. Mm-hmm. They're the ones who pay the bills. So it's like I'm walking this fine line. Every time you bring up this subject and like ask me about that, you really risk something happening that like will really mess all this up. And like 
it was a, very interesting to see his answer being translated because uh, the tra- all the translators saying like he's incredibly awkward and uncomfortable right now. There's a lot of ums, pauses. Like like he really doesn't do that. I don't like no developers really do that. Like he was, ba- but they were like he is trying to give a very careful response here. But yes. like basically said, this is the last time I'm talking about this shit. This is all we're saying on the subject. It's like basically behave. Mm-hmm. Like don't be like assholes and flaunt this shit and like and don't do stupid stuff with it and like as long as you're not affecting anyone else we're pretty or we're not we're not gonna do shit about it yeah but like you keep bringing it up you keep doing shit like this you know you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna cause some issues and like we're never gonna crack down on it because it'll ang- like you know it'll upset the player base too much like yep. too, it's basically it's like at a point where like it's too prevalent in so many different, like, various ways from, like, people use it just for simple quality of life updates. Like, one of them, like, makes every text you type have a speech bubble on screen. Mm. So, like, when you're streaming and you want to RP, you don't have to look at a stupid chat box. You can, like, right. it looks more, like, nice and, and mm-hmm. well-designed. And, like, they'll keep trying to, like, implement that stuff down the line. But, but anyway, long story short, it was, like, really good to, like, to see him try his best to, like... right put this thing to the bed because like it just keeps coming up and he's like basically like I'm not answering this ever again mm-hmm. like go away so I was like you know what keep, you know, keep it up having to deal with like dumb questions keep like that that's pretty good up. yes I have another one too kind of along those lines that made me think of this just like free ongoing support in games like mm. No Man's Sky or Sea of Thieves are like the big examples but like just coming out with great new stuff Keep it mm-hmm. up. Keep it up. Uh, <laughs> double jumps. Keep it up. Ooh. Keep it up. Sakaguchi. <laughs> the Gooch. Sakaguchi blazing through 14. <laughs> He's doing P8S prog. Oh like the God. most current, like That's hardest awesome. fight. He's like doing it. Like That's real. Sick, like, dude. What the dude? Father of Final Fantasy. <laughs> like, that, dude. that dude just plays Final Fantasy 14 all yeah, the time man. now. I was God, like, holy <laughs> shit. That's sick, dude. Where's that collab? Bring him in to write something. Give it time, Dom, man. He'll be It's going to happen. Maybe. All right, next game we're going to talk. Oh, sorry. Before we get on through all that, we got some shout-outs. We do oh, shout-outs uh, shout every out. episode on the yeah. show of our, some of our most generous patron supporter, Patreon supporters out there. This month, our shout-outs are Jabawabs, Elthanis, Greg the Dark Knight Kettering, and Anna Croth. Shout-out. Shout-out. We usually don't do that. Shout-out. <laughs> shout okay. Uh, if you would like to support us, please visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash easyallies. That is how we are primarily supported. Keeps this company afloat. So if you want more sweet game discussions, please consider heading on over there. Yeah. Shout out. Uh, our viewers, Nick, uh, should be didn't explicitly say, state that. He's still saying basically the same thing. It's read between the lines, though. Oh. He can't say what, you, like, what I was saying explicitly. Okay. But it's like the unspoken rule. And it's like he's never going to be more concrete than basically. Here's the official terms of service. Here's yeah. our official stance, and that's all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, listen, like, yeah, read between the lines. Don't be dumb. Like, yeah, if something gets mass reported or they see something is like, like something that they they think has crossed the line. Obviously, you hear about it. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like, it's like generally, yeah. they, they don't care if you well, like do stuff it, for it, your own. So, HUD it, co- or so it comes down. It comes down between WoW and fourteen again. <laughs> WoW allowing all these add-ons to where like you right. need like minimum of ten different things running or whatever to even just play the game. You need like, DBM. Like, but also, it like the des- developers now design design a game around that as well. Yes. And people cite that as one of the problems for WoW is that yes. it became a certain way yes. and that you cannot deviate. Whereas 
the 14 team knows no matter what, people are going to use their shit. But like they're just like as long as they don't officially acknowledge it and they have their official stance, which is like it's technically against the rules. But that's all we're saying is it's against the rules. Whether or not we do anything about it, you know, we, yeah. it's our discretion. It's like they're not telling you there's a way to play the game. And yeah. it's like they're letting players like figure it out themselves. Basically, it's like personal choice thing here. It's like you want to use it, go ahead and use it and stuff. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to use it, you know, that's cool. But like someone using something that helps them play the game that isn't crossing any lines is like it's not real like who cares? Like mm-hmm. right. just chill out. Right. Like but apparently like they're like crusade warriors, uh, like on party finders are like if you if I if you if you like nobody using any of this or I will like kick you and like you know it's players being dumb again yeah. so yeah hell is other people next game is Super Mario Odyssey oh we play a little bit of this after yeah, we watched the Mario, the Mario trailer, movie we were trailer. like we're feeling the Mario vibe so yeah. me and Damiani Lament- up. lamenting how it doesn't look as good as the Mario movie yeah cool. we're like oh uh, yeah like this damn looks this looks shit. old man. <laughs> it looks like movie. ancient What's but uh, we played a little bit of this game to me this game is still delightful what yes. a damn good time I like I've been enjoying this more than I remembered so I played I've been playing a little bit of this on my own too nice a little bit just a little bit just to dive in a little bit and Man, the, it is so much fun. Mario yeah. feels really good to move around. I think Cappy is a really fun addition. I don't think it's something you need to like revisit necessarily down the well or down the line or anything like that. You don't need to do it again, but it works really well here. Damiani, tell me about Odyssey. Uh, it was just good to go revisit it because I don't think we put that much time into it no. in a long time, like years. Yes. So it was good to have that amount of time spent to more fairly judge how it held up. Yes. And I think it was like holding up very well. Yes, I agree. Because that was one of the things I always am concerned about is like the game comes out, it's really damn good. Um, you play it a lot within like a short period of time and then you kind of don't go back to it for a long time, if like maybe ever, yes. you watch other people going back to it and like, oh yeah, it still looks good. But and I and you're but you're you're going back to your own emotions and thoughts from back then. But like you haven't like updated it, you haven't like reflected upon it with actually playing it again. So this was that nice opportunity to do that. And through the you know the handful of kingdoms we played through, I felt like we were breezing through it too, which was really yeah. nice. I mean, we weren't like you know but we already knew what to do yes. too. So. Yeah. The same thing is like it just felt really good to play, and like once ironed out some of the kinks of like how do I do that again, and like oh yeah, I remember that. And, like, yes. Yeah, we pulled off the, the short, tech. pulling off the shortcut in New Donk City, like mm-hmm. just showing you. Yeah, like yeah, the, interesting. The amount of like traversal mechanics they give you is just really fun. They said Mario handles very well all of the the cappy abilities, like what you could possess. Like it's very well designed, very clever stuff. I'm mm-hmm. um, still like. It, just like the caterpillar thing, yeah, this sticks out the so bullet. much. I like the, the, the bullet, bullet the was so fun. Seeing how far you could go with it, um, just um, we didn't get to it, but like later on, when you get like the, like New Donk City, like mm-hmm. when you actually play it, like the tank, like controlling like the tank. You did do that. Um, wait, oh yeah, we did do that, and you do that in the Forest Kingdom too. Uh, but I avoided doing it in the Forest Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also like other, like people. And taxis yes. and like yes. you know cones to launch yourself. The electric dude. I gotta say, Nintendo really, really, really has a great relationship with Universal. I think some of their best <laughs> gameplay ideas might come from Universal. I mean, there's a whole Donkey Kong versus Nintendo, King Kong versus yeah. Donkey Kong, which yeah. you know famous lawyer and Kirby helped defend them for. Yes, that's true. That's a, that's that's one thing there. But did you know that like I think 
well, the movie that single-handedly inspired so many different gameplay things in Mario franchises um, or Mario tangent franchises. Uh, Casper, nineteen ninety-five. Casper the Ghost. <laughs> We've got uh, Bill Pullman using a vacuum to suck up ghosts. Literally, uh, Luigi's, Luigi's mansion. mansion. We have Casper getting into the electric uh, power lines and riding it across, just yeah. like in Mario Odyssey when Mario even turns yeah. a little glowing ball. It's like they, like yeah, they are like. Universal movies, or that's a universal production there. I think Nintendo really likes to look at Universal for like influence and inspiration <laughs> there. So. Yeah. Did but you just come up with that on the fly? I was, no, when I rewatched Casper, I was literally like, oh my God, how much Nintendo so, shit came from this thing? Right yeah. Here? yeah. I think we could, uh, Nintendo, we could make a video essay about that. Ideas. Yeah. They just steal ideas, is what you're telling me. That's They're inspired wonderful. by, yeah, stealing ideas, stealing some ideas. Stealing we made the Luigi's Mansion, yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, like this stuff like that is fun. Like uh, mm -hmm. the desert thing, like don't like you know, using the the statues, the shades to reveal like the yes. secret things. I yeah, love yeah. that bit. Um, we didn't do the thing where we rode like the kind of like the the, the the lynx thing looking thing, like the the, the Egyptian lion oh. or whatever that mm -hmm. like rides through the poison, like we. Did the bullet build trick where we got up there without having to do that. Boss fights, you know, some some pr fun stuff like the tank one with the, like the caterpillar. Yeah, that is cool. It's really cool. Um, the two D sections are really neat. Okay, yes, yeah. that doesn't get enough credit how cool that is. It just looks really beautiful yeah, too, yeah. like on the three D stone, like rotating. And you like get to see it at any point, like if you're yeah. just like looking. For, uh, it yeah. just it, it's it's good stuff. And then even there, they have secrets within there. Like yes. you go like they because do. oh maybe if you go left here, like is that a wall or is it just like this the building at a do a ninety degree angle and fold? Like oh yeah, it just goes over mm -hmm. there. Like really fun stuff. And then yeah, just to see what you can get away with in that game. Like just even though they're not obstacle courses, like they don't look like Mario sixty four courses. They're more refined. They have very good themes in mm -hmm. them. Um, they're definitely a little bit more like guidance about where to go. Yeah. Um, but you still feel like you could try out a lot of things and have that sense of, of freedom. And yep. best long long time coming the change of like not ejecting you out of the level yeah. when you get something. Yeah, like yeah, I don't yeah. know why it took so long, but you know, thank you finally for trying it sure, out, Nintendo. Yeah. Isla, I know you like this game too. I love it. Talk to me. Tell oh, me. I mean, tell me about it. Yeah, I mean, but I, seconding everything Damiani just talked about, but I also just love the like the color palette of this game. It's a gorgeous game. I think the music and sound design are really, really mm -hmm. good. Like the second he said the electric thing, I just hear the noise. The you know, um, yeah, it's just a gorgeous, wonderful, mm -hmm. wonderful game. And I also really like the uh, kind of story twist. That twist oh, sure. really, but like the ending and like yeah, what sure. happens afterwards is it's cool. I like it. I yeah, know. sure. It's a wonderful game. Yeah. Uh Dummy, when I was playing this, it reminded me of when I played Galaxy a few years ago when we all bought it because Nintendo said, We're only making this for a limited time, <laughs> so you better get it now. So yeah, we did. Yeah. Is this game is just like relentlessly creative of just throwing awesome ideas at you just so frequently, so often. And we're just like, damn, Koizumi. Yeah. Take a break. Galaxy feels to me uh, a little bit more linear. Yes, it's not linear. It yeah, it, it, is. It, it is objective based. Yeah. Where like when you go in there, you're going for that star, um, and there is a benefit to that sometimes. Sometimes yeah, because you know where the player has to go, like you can like throw a, thing, a few more creative things. But that, not to say in Odyssey, 
that they still don't achieve kind of like the same thing, mm-hmm. um, which hopefully we talked about earlier, the question about like, you know, where's, can I buy Bowser's Fury alone? It's like, for those of you who haven't played Bowser's Fury, like it feels like that's even like, kind of like the, the, next, the step. next step is, yeah, you could do all these things and you don't get ejected from level because there is no level. It's yeah. like the more stars you collect, you like alter the landscape around you by like doing that. And like some are permanent, some are temporary. And like that is kind of like the, the most intriguing thing yep. is to see them do stuff like that. But like the, the gravity stuff, even Odyssey does do that. Like one of the 2D segments, like they have the gravity stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you can go up and down. It's like a, yeah. a basic version of it, but like they still, yeah, still give it there. a nod. Also, as much as I love like Galaxy, I hated like having to go around planetoids sometimes, uh, like upside sure. down and the control and controls and are going yeah, inverted. Yeah, it got a little funny. Yeah, I mean it's serviceable, but like I was never like the like the best. I always wanted like, can you just make Galaxy on like normal flat surfaces and stuff, <laughs> like a normal planet or, or normal? Well, it would like, have to be the like yeah. weird wavy map globe thing. The I I just love Odyssey for being an Odyssey and for being a love letter to Mario and like. Obviously, a huge evolution of Mario 2, but it just feels, even playing it the first time, it just feels like a classic, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, as I was playing it, I'm like, this is the vibe yeah, that I have been missing, and it just feels so solid and so good. Time for the opposite opinion. This is from Blah Blah Blee. <laughs> hey, gang, I recently bought su- or beat Super Mario Odyssey and was kind of bummed by how underwhelmed I was. I enjoyed the enemy abilities and some of the platforming offered by the hat, but I found the larger areas, random realistic graphics, the T-Rex, dragon, and soundtrack to be steps back for the series. Ending sequence was pretty sweet, though. Overall, moment-to-moment fun slash wonder just wasn't what I, w- what I was getting during the Galaxy installments. Are, the, are there any elements in the past 3D Mario games you want to see come back, or is this the future just bigger and more open? One respect. No more brutals. Yeah, I, think, I, I really don't like the brutals. I think yeah, that hurt a little bit. I mean, Bowser's <laughs> still like the the the, the villain, but I, I don't know. Yeah, man, it's so funny to me how much people hate the brutals. That was, yeah, <laughs> like so I don't give a shit dumb. about them, but everyone's like, "Fuck the brutals, <laughs> fucking brutals." Yeah, it's like having like the Koopa Kids and like Bowser yeah, and stuff was whatever. like just a little bit. I don't know. I mean. The, Koopa Kids fought kind of like the same kind of mechanics as the, the same Brutals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just like thematically, people like like that a little bit more. I mean, that's my thing. It's like these the Brutals should have just been Koopa Kids because it's like they are. So mm-hmm. why make this gross family? Yeah. Uh, again, going back to what I said earlier, I think they had more wonder and awe in the moment to moment because in Galaxy it's more scripted and, yeah. and, and linear, so they know True. they can throw these things at you, whereas in, like, Odyssey, when you're going anywhere you want to go, it's harder. Like, they, they have the moments, but, like, it's up to you whether you're going to yes. see them or not. That, yeah, a lot of the odds. Yeah. But that's one thing I like about it is, like, figuring these things out on your own. Kind of yeah. Out of yeah. nowhere. Like, whoa! Like, when you did that shortcut, I was like, what the hell? Yeah. I, I, I think the evolution is, like, this is hopefully like to uh, uh, make uh, you be feel a little bit more impressed down the line is looking what they again what they did with Bowser's Fury putting more density yep. like it, they, it was nice at the time for Odyssey how much they're throwing into a world but like I think they can do more like they can be more in there and it could be um, I, I think there's more creativity to be like squeezed out of that yeah. it's sad I don't know if we're ever going to get like Odyssey 2 I don't no. think it's likely we never even got DLC no. worlds for we'll this game we'll probably just game. get a new Mario game period yeah we'll probably yeah. just get a new Mario game 
Um, but yeah, music-wise, it's kind of hard to compete with Galaxy. Uh, sure. Galaxy had a really good yeah. overall soundtrack. Um, though Odyssey has some It's some got some really great good stuff. Yeah. Well, and also, you're, what you were saying makes me think, like, modern games, like 3D games where you have camera control, makes makes the player a cinematographer, right? And, like, everyone can can make for themselves cool cinematic shots. I think we all do it. Yep. Like, you get to the top of a precipice and you just go, like, oh, you know. I mean, we and do it for reviews and stuff. shots now, for God's sake. Yeah, and I think that's really cool. The other thing I remember a lot of people complaining about with Odyssey at the time was that it was too easy. I, I know some reviews were like, this is too easy, and it's like, Play the end game stuff because that stuff gets I mean, very hard. Most three Mario games are pretty easy. Exactly, yeah. but like the challenge stuff is after you beat the game, quote unquote. So it's like, yeah, two, yeah, two D Mario's have like especially more more recent ones. They always like hold stuff to like their yeah. their end game. Yeah, I mean, but oh, I mean, but Champions even like Road. I mean, that's three D. Like three D World had Champions wow. Road. Yeah. Galaxy has all the challenge stars. Some yeah. of those can be like yeah, a little like, frustrating uh, post game stuff. Usually, yeah. yeah. Uh, I forget which one too. was it. Three D three D Land held half the game back when you beat Bowser. There's like a whole like ex- half of the mm. game left, like post game, like Luigi Damn. or something, Whoa. Luigi courses or whatever. And you can like, go. Th- oh yeah, that's right. I need to play that game. The again. year yeah. of Luigi. Yeah. I, I just remember that because in the review, we're like weren't allowed to mention anything. I'm like, that's fifty percent of the game you can't talk about. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like okay, yeah. cool. All right, final game. Uh, Isla, you've been playing um, Walkabout Mini Golf VR? Hell yeah. Tell, tell me what the hell this is. Oh. Don and I first played this on a stream, uh, and then I, I've since gotten it at home, uh, gotten it working at home through the Oculus Link cable on my Quest 2 or whatever. Uh, it's just cool. It's just a fun mini golf game. Uh, I love mini golf. It, you'd like this game. Cool. It uh, it has a lot of really cool courses. You can find lost balls. The oh. physics are good. Um, the sound design is really good. I played the most recent release. They also just keep releasing more courses. They're Excellent. like three bucks a piece. Okay. You just add them. Uh, the most recent one I bought, even though I was a little nervous, uh, it was underwater. Twenty thousand leagues under the sea. So you're in the you're in the submarine. Oh. Um. So inside the submarine, I'm like, this is okay. There were a, a few little things where I was like, eh, and then I was like, no, it's fine. And it's cartoony enough that it's whatever. Yeah. But there's a labyrinth one, like cool. the movie With labyrinth. The, oh whoa. What? Yeah. Like licensed. Those hideous like movie labyrinth. Yeah. Goblin guys. Yeah. They're all in there, baby. Uh. And it's like you know very cartoony style. The thing that really has me excited though is that there's a mist. Um, (laughs) one coming but where we diverge (laughs) is labyrinth is one course mist is eight they're gonna it's like an expansion and like cyan worlds is like helping them or something it's crazy it's wild I love it but it's a beautiful game. It's are really they, cool. Are looking. they putting Mario Golf to shame? Those courses? Oh my lord, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> not that hard. <laughs> yeah, not the new one certainly. Um, it's also very different, you know, mini golf. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, <clears throat> it's cool, and you can teleport around, find the lost balls near each hole, which mm-hmm. is cool. And then, like, at the end, all the balls you've gotten come out uh, into your little tray, which is neat. Um, yeah, all in all, just a very cool game. Cool. Uh, we have a funny email from Gareth Holfish about this. And walk about mini golf VR. There's a course in outer space. Yeah. After playing a few holes with friends, I decided to try and f- to fly all the way to one of the planets in the skybox. As I drifted into space, my vision was slowly, slowly engulfed by the large planet. 
This filled me with a surprising sense of dread and isolation yeah. as the proximity chat caused my friends to slowly fade away. <laughs> me alone in silence of space, being consumed by a giant gas planet. Or by a gas giant. What is a moment you felt completely immersion in any in un, complete immersion in any other game, like unlike any other game, in an unlikely game. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sense immersion, unlike anything else that you've had in a game. I I played the space course that and walkabout. Wild. It is pretty intense and, and like. Scary. Sometimes the gravity is a little weird on the ball, which is cool. Oh, but that is like, cool. you can like, just like. Walk up to the side of the thing and just look off into infinite space, you know, yes. and like that's pretty wild. Um, I mean, playing Elite Dangerous in VR is amazing and horrifying, especially because to travel to a new star system, you lock onto the sun of that system mm -hmm. and like <laughs> warp directly into the sun. And if you don't like change your trajectory, you'll crash into a star. Yeah. It's pretty horrifying. I've heard there's an Outer Wilds VR mod, which cool. would be very intense. That is cool. <laughs> um, yeah, there is so many things like that. But yeah, like dread is the word for space because it's yeah. like the call of the void. It's like you can't stop looking and you want to look, but it's also just terrifying. Yeah, uh, it says immersion for me when I played Resident Evil 7 in VR for the first yeah, time. Yeah, oh like, boy, Holy I bet. Shit, I bet, <laughs> dude. Holy shit, especially the first part. Yeah, oh. that was insanely the terrifying. Tension, dude. The kitchen part. Uh, anything for you, Damiani? Yeah. Well, you played your like, man, I've never I've tried, been immersed. I mean, yeah, not necessarily when VR. I tried. Yeah, not I, VR. I, yeah, doesn't have to be. I definitely tried VR. Um, like, I did the, the kitchen thing yes. as well. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you can't just look away. <laughs> Tell me about your immersion, Damiani, with either Mario 64 for the first time or uh, Ocarina of Time. Mario 64 is a good one because... Uh, it was a fun, funny thing at first was like trying to like learn how to move in 3D. Yeah. So it was a little bit of a barrier at first yeah. where it was like the complete opposite of immersion. I'm like, man, you couldn't make this any more clear. This is a video game right now. And like, yeah. I'm, I'm like kind of like fighting to like move Mario correctly. But I think once getting over that obstacle, um, for people who were moving into like 3D games for the first time, like kind of a one of a kind of experience. I don't think you really can have that anymore. Right. Um, yeah, just like just like seeing the like the, those worlds and like being able to like play around in them in 3D yes. for like the first time was like such a big deal. Yeah, obviously had seen other games attempt like 3D, but like I didn't play through them in their entirety. Only had gotten like a little taste of it, so this was just like cool to see a world like brought like brought to life like this mm -hmm. because it's like it, it seems so obvious 2D to 3D, but I mean when you're going back to that time period. There wasn't a lot in 3D period, like game wise. So it was so new and unique to to to, yeah. to, to play, and yeah, the like Babam Battlefield, just yeah, just going up the like the mountain and mm -hmm. stuff. Like it was it just it's it a simple little spiraling thing. It's not even like spirals. It's like yeah, <laughs> it's like octagons yeah. going around it. It's I like, mean, no things just like Mario but, sliding down a hill impressed me at the time. But like where I was like, whoa! The castle having a hub environment like yeah, that. I think that helps so much. You're right. It did. Really, 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 really love just like running around that castle. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes, like, in older games, just, like, mist or whatever, like, the sound design really mm -hmm. just puts you there. Like, mm -hmm. hearing the wind change if you go next to a building or whatever 
stuff like that. I yeah, really definitely. Love. I really love that. All righty, it's time for some emails. If you want to send an email to this show, you just got to be a five dollar up patron. You can just I post the uh, frame trap thread usually on the Sundays before the show of the episode, so you can just submit right there. We'll go through them. This is from Kenneth Childs. Hey allies, Steam Next Fest just ended, and it got oh. me to play some uh, play so many demos. Picking out, uh, picking out the ones that looked interesting and giving them a shot really felt like I was discovering some hidden gems. A similar feeling to when I was a kid and would browse through the offerings at Electronic Boutique. Mm. I haven't heard that in a long time. CB, dude. Do any of you ever try to find something new outside of what's been advertised slash recommended to you? Let me respect Ken. P.S. My top three Next Fest demos were Hunt the Night. Think A Link to the Past crossed with Bloodborne. Okay. Oh, cool. Okay. Rusted Moss. A sick Metroidvania game with a great grappling hook and guns. Rusted Moss? Rusted Moss. Okay. And Bat Boy. An incredible retro NES-style platformer that takes clear inspiration from Shovel Knight. Oh. Neat. So, you ever try to find something outside of what's been advertised slash recommended to you? Something, I guess, off the beaten path. It's funny because, like, the nature of our jobs, like... Our emails are basically ne- next fest. Yes, blood is my <laughs> blood is our next fest. He'll just give us code, like you know, we have a channel on our Slack called Codes, and it's just like we got this, we got this, we got this. So that's very fortunate. Mm-hmm. But um, for myself, I love discovering like PS One demo disc style stuff and like weird horror things. Twitter is really good for this for me. People send me recommendations of really neat weird little games that I, I love. So I, I really love that kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah, uh, back in the, the game trailers days, uh, honestly, it because, you know, you'd have to, like, discover different appointments, and sometimes, like, you know, just where you're going on assignment, like, E3s would just be, yo, I'm going to check out some random like, game. I'm like, oh, I might have heard of this, or I saw it in the trailer, but I'm curious how it like like played. So yeah, it's part of like yeah, you're going to, have to preview it, but at the same time, something I probably might not have like ever tried out on yeah. my own. Yeah. So definitely, were like a few of those, those few those first few E3s, like definitely like getting to like you just you just wanted to play everything that was there at first, yeah. and then those. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of, like a specific one. Well, like one. Let's see some ones. Uh, I actually played. Uh, well, I saw, uh, I saw Outer Wilds at E3, like very, 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 very early. Hell yeah! Um, and where I didn't know, like they were just at that point telling you, like, just play around and stuff. Like it wasn't like puzzles <laughs> yeah. or like they said there'll be puzzles later and everything. And yeah. it's like, oh, this is cool. I'm launching off into space and like, <laughs> oh god, like yeah, this is complicated. I think I, I think I played it at one of the events and immediately fell into a black hole. And I was like, yep. cool. <laughs> yeah, I I fell into one like, wait, what happened? And I'm like, oh, you're going back and forth in the black hole. You gotta like restart. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, actually, um, one of the. Uh, uh, Warmhammer Space Marine mm-hmm. oh, was at, yeah. I played that at an E3 Sick. and it was like oh that's pretty cool like this one was kind of fun yeah. I would never have like tried that because it was like basically like, it was like oh it's kind of like a Gears of War type game I'm like oh okay that's kind of yeah, cool yeah sure whatever yeah cool and uh, we've got an update for you uh oh what oh behind us the screen the, oh it's fine it's oh, fine it's, okay. whatever we're, we're, almost, almost, just gonna we're almost done all right, and this last question is from 
Brandon Ross. Is having so many great games to play a bad thing? <laughs> with the upcoming holiday season being so stacked with great titles and a backlog of must-play titles, I find myself thinking back on my school years hearing everyone talk about one, maybe two games. Feels like with so many games, I find myself moving on right moving on right when I finish one and I don't have those strong memories like I used to. Apologies if this was long-winded. I try to keep it short but clear. That's not long-winded at all. That was shorter than everything else. Brandon, that was very <laughs> efficient. You're doing great. You're doing great, Brandon. It is an embarrassment of riches. Yes. It feels like, especially like October and November of this year. Better than having a, the droughts nothing. we used to have Durf. back in the day. Yeah, like, having nothing. Up through like probably like till the 360 PS3 we are they used to like summer droughts were like a thing or like content droughts where you'd go like months without like a decent game yeah. on your like platform potentially and there's just like fewer developers and you know fewer games were coming out so I I do think take this over that. Yeah. yeah, I do think though, I do wonder though if like there are like how many how many uh, smaller hidden gems are not being discovered oh, because yeah. you know like Three other tactics RPGs came out like within a month of yours, and it's just like, well, yours was the good one, but nobody played it because like X game had a bigger name or what you know, like yeah, who knows stuff like that. Yeah, it seems like it's a hard, like a really tough problem to deal yeah. with, and like it's not gonna get any easier. It seems like unless there's like a crash of some kind in the industry, it's mm -hmm. just it's more and more games are getting made. So I understand that like yes. frustration. It's uh, yeah. sorry, I empathize with that frustration. I don't personally understand it, obviously, yeah. but... Um, well, it's it, especially interesting now yeah. that we're in an era of gaming where independent game design is easier than ever before. Mm -hmm. Not to say it's easy, but it's just more accessible uh, that, like, people are able to be like, well, you're not going to do you know, Pokemon Snap? I'll make one, you know? And then if a real Pokemon Snap gets announced right before your game comes yeah, out, you're just like, like, well... It's like, like these other four independent Pokemon Snap replacements just got a little kick, you know, a little hit. Yeah, that's definitely the risk. It's a big risk to undertake. And as a probably an independent developer, I mean, it's just like trying to fight to get noticed has to like be a really, really difficult challenge to, to overcome. Like yeah. any kind of boost you get like seems like such like a boon because, you know, you get more eyeballs on you. Um, but at the same time, yeah, there's like how like how many like really good games either came out and no one played them like or were in development, but they weren't getting enough like interest and they yeah. decided to like just back off and like give up before they finished the projects. So, That's why it's yeah. good to like wish list independent stuff on on Steam just to like it, it keeps and it helps them get investors and stuff. Like I know some people are like, what's the point? It's like it actually has a point. Like it tells them there's interest and stuff. But yeah, that, that's who I really think about getting hurt by like there being this embar embarrassment of riches. Cause it's like, I'm thrilled about it. It's like, even if I only play like the first fifth of a game, I'm mm. like, that was sick. You know? Yeah. It's easy for games to get buried nowadays too. Yeah. Cause there's so many. It's only a way to like just delete all the clutter of trash that gets like on the storefronts. That would help a lot too. Yeah, that would help. Like, can't tell you how many times I go through even like the eShop. Like, hey, there's something that came out that I want to yeah. check out, and like it's all like these three, stupid dollar games. Yeah, yeah like, like, come on. Has a ton of those too. It's like, like three yeah, visual it. novellas like, with nudity, and you're yeah, just like, okay. I just want to, like, can we just classify those as like mobile games and put them <laughs> in their own tab? <laughs> you know, let's do uh, one more. The chaff from uh, Christian. Hey, allies. I just want to share 
that a lot of that to a lot of people's surprise, GameFly still exists. Oh yeah. Whoa. I find it especially useful these days with the increase in game prices making it difficult to play all the games I'd like to or I'd like to. I pay less than forty a month to keep four games out at a time for as long as I want. I rarely buy games these days and mostly use Game Pass and PlayStation Premium. Just wondering why Gamefly isn't as popular as it was back in the day. Uh, I think just because of stuff like you could just get it instantly digitally. Yeah, yeah. like Game Pass. Yeah. It, yeah. And like, like my PlayStation like, you know. doesn't even have a disc drive. Yeah, like at the time <laughs> when I was using Game Pass, that was like the PS3 360 era where yeah, Gamefly. you could buy games digitally sometimes, but it wasn't as like common i'd say unless you're like an indie game more so yeah well and you like start the download the night before and yeah, take forever. <laughs> you know? yeah exactly i think it's the same reason why physical like movie rental things kind of you know went away and gave way to streaming services is because you know people like convenience yes like it's yeah you can have those like physical disc out but i mean no matter how fast they like you send it back oh they scan it in the mail they'll send you another one it's still slower than like literally in the same day i could download multiple games from yeah. game pass yeah. and try them yeah. all out yeah like more like months worth of games that you would have gotten i can get like in a day or something or two days yeah. so it's like kind of hard I, but if you don't have like the internet or if you're just like used to it it's like it's nice that it still exists only reason I even see Gamefly mentioned anymore is because of Wario sixty four. Sometimes tweets the used game sales <laughs> yeah. they do on there. Oh yeah. So they definitely still sell used games on there, for sure. Yeah. And you can get stuck in that that trap of like keeping a disc out and like paying for months for one disc, and you're just like, oh, that I, I got fleeced. Yeah, I would also see. I don't know how far back they offer games. I don't imagine they go that far back anymore. But mm. like, if they did have something to like cartridges or something like Ooh, Game Boy yeah. Advance or DS even and 3DS mm, that might be worth it yeah. because you know those aren't you don't have something so I can see for like the, the, the Nintendo offerings could be pretty good since you know they don't have an equivalent of a game pass yeah. I wonder or, if they would have problems true. with theft with that because some of those are worth probably a but I mean yeah you, you know they not everyone's a jerk so <laughs> not everyone's a jerk yeah. that's true jerk. that's true all right. I think that's going to do it for this episode. Thanks, everybody, for your write-ins. Appreciate it. I liked uh, Stomps' suggestion about keep it up. Keep it up. I like keep it up. Why don't you send in some up. keep it up suggestions, too? Keep it yeah. up. You can do both. Sort it out, sort keep it, it out. Sort it keep it up. Something you know, interesting. Head them up, move yeah. them out. Uh, Isla, thank you for joining us. My thank pleasure. Bringing... I never know what you're going to bring to this show, so I do enjoy that. <laughs> Damiani, thank you for joining me, as always. And Don's back there editing somewhere. Don, thank you. <laughs> thank Appreciate you for you'll be editing you this soon. First, Put you to work, as always. And we'll see you all next time. Take care. <laughs> <laughs>